2: It's six o'clock, I'm Simon Oxley. The headlines, police criticised after death of Aylesbury woman, Lib Dems and UKIP launch election manifestos and wins for MK Dons, Wickham and Stevenage. BBC Three Counties Radio. Thames Valley Police has been criticised for failing to respond to a woman's emergency call on time. Susan James was found dead when police arrived at her Buckinghamshire home six hours after her initial call. More from Danny Bailey.
3: The 44-year-old woman was found dead at her home in Aylesbury by officers on the 13th of September 2014. She dialled 999 at midnight, but due to a shortage of staff, a lack of training and other incidents taking priority, a police unit did not attend her address until 5.40 the following morning. The Independent Police Complaints Commission investigated the incident and concluded that staffing and training of control room operators at Thames Valley Police was inadequate. The force says more staff have now been recruited and extra training will take place as a result.
2: The Liberal Democrats have said they will spend more on education than the other major parties. Their election manifesto will be published this morning, with Nick Clegg promising an extra £2.5 billion of schools funding by 2020. UKIP is also publishing its manifesto, as Chris Mason reports.
4: A few new policies in the UKIP manifesto, beyond their big hits, if you like, of uh, immigration in the European Union. Cutting business for small businesses a dedicated military hospital and funding 6,000 additional jobs spread between the police service the prison service and the border agency those jobs for armed service veterans.
2: The Royal College of Nursing says the lack of qualified community nurses in the east of England is scandalous a BBC investigation has found more than 900 full-time nurses have been lost across the region since 2010 a 24 year old man who failed to receive a vital injection at birth at the Luton and Unstable Hospital has won over seven million pounds damages from the NHS at the High Court. The man who's not been named for legal reasons was left disabled after the hospital failed to tell his mother of the importance of vitamin K. Trading standards in Buckinghamshire are warning that a dozen unsafe cots are still in circulation despite the withdrawal of a product. Yesterday the owner of furniture business Baumhaus was given a three-month suspended sentence after a toddler became trapped. Louise Conant is the toddler's mum.
5: The video monitor that I purchased was the best piece of equipment I bought. It certainly saved her life. It was recommended by a friend. I asked a friend when I was expecting what's the best thing you bought and she recommended this video monitor and it's proved to be invaluable to me.
2: In sport Milton Keynes-Dons are just three points away from an automatic promotion place after a 3-0 win at Fleetwood coupled with a draw for rivals Preston. Wickham remain on course for promotion after a stoppage time win over Exeter.
6: In comes Paul Hague's right-footed. It's there! Wickham-Rodron! Two, Exeter City One. Pull Hayes
7: has given Wickham the lead here. And surely the three points in the battle for
2: promotion. Steve Ninja looks set for a playoff place after a 1-0 win over Portsmouth and Luton remain in playoff contention after a goalless draw at Dagenham, despite playing over half the game with 10 men. The weather, another warm and sunny day, maximum temperature 23 degrees Celsius. And you can get the latest news and sport online at bbc.co.uk slash three counties.
6: Gone, I, had to, I had to go to the bed I had to go to the bed I, I knew exactly what I wanted Catherine said "Oh, I'll get it for you and I said will you she went yes I will stop panicking she's not got it for me and now she's doing the shruggy shoulder oh I could oh I could crush a grip what else did he say oh I could wrestle an action man I could jump over a doll's house. Didn't he do one about wearing a jumper as well? Ooh, I could take my jumper off. Didn't he say that? No. What did Stu Francis I say? I fancy
8: him a bit, I think.
6: Uh, I think he would have been um, wasting your time. Oh, really? I once Gosh. went to see Cracker Jack being
1: filmed. Here we go, here we go, hang on Across Reds,
0: hearts and bucks.
1: This is BBC Weird. Three Counties Radio.
6: And we're not. we're not in any way celebrating bullying. Weird places you've been bullied or beaten up. Oh eight four five nine four double five five double five. Because I was bullied and beaten up in the audi- in the audience of Cracker Jack. I was watching Cracker Jack, Thank you for everyone who played at home, uh, and it was a really special experience um, because uh, there was actually footage of me, and I had that footage on VHS tape about five years ago, and then I lost it. Oh. Anyway. So there's uh, no evidence of this? There is very little evidence of this, that's correct. Um but um uh, I was in the front row and yeah, that's right. Keith Harris and Cuddles the Monkey sat one seat away from me. That's right. Anyway, the hard kids behind me, uh, they kept whispering abuse at me. <laughs> you
8: can't be hard at Ch- Cracker Jack.
6: They were, they were very, very hard. I mean, they were like big kids. I think they were like 11. Wow. And um, the hard kids behind me um, uh, were, were, were whispering obscenities, the likes of which I'd never heard as a nine-year-old, in my ear. And then one of them...
9: Oh, okay. <sighs> no, what?
6: One of them punched my ear really hard. Wow. Punched yeah. my ear Really hard. I had tears stinging my eyes. I wasn't going to cry. I wasn't going to turn around, but I had tears stinging my eyes. I don't know why. Why would you punch? Th- was well, someone who sat in front of you? Why would you punch them in the ear?
8: I've only ever read about people having their ears boxed in like Dickens. It
6: really hurts. It goes hot. Okay, so uh, it was very upsetting. That's the alkaline tree. Alkaline tree. That's not the Muppets.
8: Well, that's what you got.
6: I asked. For Otherwise, the- you've got the. I asked for the Muppets.
8: I know, but it's with them.
6: Anyway, um, so places. Uh, right, well, the, you,
8: okay, carry on. And so you I'll found it, well, haven't you? I found another one, but it's got the Muppets theme on, on it.
6: Hang on, let's have a listen to this. No. What is this? Moving right along good time. No, no, it's no. I mean, that's not would the say Muppets. That <laughs> that's not the Muppets. Kelly, could you find no, the Muppets? I've got the other one. Why did you not. We're six and a half. I've come up with some bullshine about getting... When you've been um, beaten up and bullied. Well, that uh, it, wasn't true. Well, no, it's true. But I've had to really dig deep into my memory banks. Well, well done. 08459 455 555. Inappropriate... I mean, all bullyings are inappropriate. Sometimes they're necessary just to get what you need from your team. Hmm? Uh, inappropriate strange places you've been bullied or beaten up. And um, have you ever had your ears boxed? If you've ever had your ear in a box, then boy, oh, boy, this isn't that. This is the Cincinnati Pops. It turns into that. No, it doesn't. <laughs> it's not the Muppets. Well, that's what we got. Kelly, could you find the Muppets, please, and move in right along? OK. it, tell you what, we're going to going to go with this one for the moment, but if we can find the original, we'll have it. Moving right along, in search of good times and good news, with good
10: friends you can lose, this could become a habit, opportunity knocks once, let's reach out and grab it, yeah. together we'll nab it, we'll hitchhike bus or yellow cabbit, it Moving right along, we'll in loose fancy green, getting there is half the fun, come share it with me. Starting to sound better, Danny. Moving right along, we found a life on the highway, and your way is my way. So trust my navigation. California, here we come, to pie in the skyland, palm trees and warm sand. But sadly, we just left Rhode Island. We did what? Just forget it. Moving right along. Hey, they, where have you gone? Send someone to fetch us. We're in Saskatchewan. She cards in life with the top down. With storm in the big town. Yes, the storm is right. Should it be snowing? Uh, no, I don't think so. I'm moving right along. Do I see signs of men? Welcome all the fameful bullshit it's come back again.
6: Police watchdogs have criticised Thames Valley Police for the time it took to respond to a call from a woman who was eventually found dead. Susan James dialled 999 but didn't speak. Six hours later officers went to her home in Aylesbury where it seems she'd taken her own life. It's a very sad story isn't it Catherine?
11: It's
8: awful and the IPCC are saying they're not looking for anyone to be reprimanded or fired over this but they are saying that Thames Valley Police need to look look at their call handling procedure. Now here's what we know about what happened. This happened on the 13th of September 2014. At about midnight, a call came from Susan James's phone. Now, that call was picked up by a BT operator in Newport who didn't actually hear any speech, but uh, described strange noises. Yes. Uh, this call lasted nearly three minutes, and the recording was forwarded to the Thames Valley Police Inquiry Centre in Kidlington so they could listen back to it. Now, the call taker listened to 30 seconds of the phone call and from that graded it as urgent, but not as the highest grade, which is immediate. That's That, that would elicit, a you know... Police car being sent straight out. Right now, the decision was made on the basis of there having been no history of calls to emergency services from that
6: address. See that I did. When this was mentioned yesterday, I found this very surprising. That that they kind of look at your past history of emergency calls and that influences the grading. Mm. Uh, the call had been marked as urgent, well, so what happens then? Well, the incident was then transferred to the Milton Keynes control
8: room where a police unit was found to attend Mrs James's home. At the same time, three attempts were made to call Mrs James back, but there was no answer. Now, there were no police units available to attend the incident until 12.20am, so that's 20 minutes after that phone call uh, was taken, when the control operator dispatched two officers. Now, this they would have arrived... Uh, you know pretty soon afterwards but the police unit was diverted to another Aye. a sudden death incident which was graded immediate at 12:29 so before the officers could get to Mrs James's home now by 12:34 that incident had been with Thames Valley Police for 30 minutes if officers had not already been dispatched the call would have been automatically escalated to the control room sergeant whose job it is to then find a unit to attend but because officers had been dispatched and redeployed. It wasn't recognized in the system, so it wasn't escalated, and it should have happened manually. Um, that didn't happen. Several more calls were made to Mrs James over the next few hours no answer to any of those. It was 5.23 before two more officers were sent to the address in Aylesbury. They arrived at Mrs James's home at 5.40 where they saw that the lights were on in the house on both floors but the curtains were drawn so they couldn't see inside. They noticed the front door was ajar, they could hear a dog barking, they had no response to the knock on the door or shouting for attention. Two more officers radioed to say they would be attending All four officers entered the address at 5.51 in the morning and it was at this point that the officers found that Mrs James was dead. In total it took Thames Valley Police five hours 44 minutes from receiving the 999 call to actually entering the
6: property. Uh, And what conclusions did the IPCC investigation come to?
8: Well their report includes this conclusion that the grading of the call as urgent was in line with Thames Valley Police grading policy and if the call taker was able to play back more than 30 seconds of the 999 call they may have made a different decision and um, been in a better position to grade it. The recommendations made include extending the length of playback for emergency calls and more comprehensive control room staff training.
6: Uh, Thames Valley Police, what
8: have they had to say? Chief Inspector Jim Templer, who is Deputy Head of Thames Valley Police's Control Room and Inquiries Department, has said we're currently in the process of providing extra training to call takers, control room operators and supervisors on managing risk and clearer guidance has been produced. We've already taken on board the issues raised in the report in relation to staffing levels last year and we've recruited further members of staff to fill these roles. We're also looking at introducing improved IT to help resolve some of the challenges faced by our staff at the time of that incident. The incident had a tragic outcome, and our thoughts remain with the family of Susan James.
6: Uh, and I believe that we've spoken to uh, some of Susan's colleagues, haven't we? Yeah,
8: she uh, used to work at the Chiltern's MS Centre, and they told us that Susan was a well-liked and hard-working person who loved working at the centre. Her death came as a complete surprise and a terrible shock. They say they miss her at the centre and find the tragedy of her death hard to comprehend.
6: Oh, dear, isn't that very uh, very sad? Um, 08459 double five, five double five, coming up in about is it 15, 20 minutes minutes we're going to blow Justin Dealey's mind Justin Dealey whose mind is blown by the um, fly away Peter flyaway Paul trick if you're if you're of a certain age you'll know what that is I had some people yesterday saying oh I don't know what that is can you post the YouTube video of it well yeah uh, there's a thing in the daily uh, well I'm not going to say where where it is because he'll go and prep Don't say. I'm not going to say anything, but... but There is a thing. In 20 minutes, if you want to hear a man, a grown man, um, probably, I was going to say have a breakdown, but no, probably just get a little bit surly on the radio. A defensive. Yeah, then then, then stay tuned to BBC Three Counties Radio, the home of bullying.
1: Travel news for beds, hearts and bugs.
12: BBC Three Counties Radio. It's looking pretty quiet so far this morning. In Beaconsfield, Amersham Road has roadworks at the junction for Leadbrook Lane, so expect that to be quite slow later on when it starts to get busier. And in Aylesbury on Buckingham Road, there's water mains works going on at Dunsham Lane, so that could get busy too later on. Having a look at the motorways, and it's all moving fine and looking quite quiet on the M1 and the M25 so far this morning. And on the train departure boards, the 623 service from Luton to Brighton is reported to be delayed. Samantha Bruff, BBC Three Counties Radio.
6: Yeah, big up yourself, Sammy. You deserve it, mate. 6.15, it's Wednesday the 15th of April. I'm Ian Lee. These are your headlines on BBC Three Counties Radio. Thames Valley Police has been criticised for failing to respond to a woman's emergency call on time. She was later found dead at her Aylesbury home. The Liberal Democrats and UKIP launched their election manifestos today and in football there were wins last night for MK Don's Wicked And Stevenage, only a draw for Luton.
0: BBC Three Counties Radio.
13: As the general election gets closer... We want to know what you really think. Sometimes it gets a bit boring, I think.
3: But we kind of feel like nothing changes. Parliament really needs a good shake-up.
13: We're holding a number of debates across beds, hearts and bucks, focusing on the biggest issues. The national health, I think that's a big concern at the moment.
14: Immigration, probably. I think education, more than anything.
13: If you'd like to take part and have your say, you can register your interest right now. Email 3cr at bbc.co.uk. Or call 08459 455 555.
15: I always do the vote because I think it's uh, my right to vote.
13: Election 2015 on BBC Three Counties Radio. Cape Red
1: Drive. a yeah, beautiful country out here. A frog and a bear seeing America. <laughs>
6: Long in search of good times and this is what you should have found. This is what I asked for.
8: Yeah. It wasn't in our system, so I said to Kelly, "Maybe she would look on YouTube." So it took a bit last time. Well,
6: well, she she did done the it. Research,
8: but you know, if you want to give her the glory, that's fine. Well, no, she did. No, it.
16: no, no, it's fine.
6: Thank you, Kelly. Well done, mate. Hmm.
16: <laughs>
6: oh, that's sweet. Yes, that's sweet. It's fine. Is she she um, stoned or something? What's going on there? What's going on there?
16: No, I'm fine. Huh? Hmm.
6: Am I fine?
17: Is everything fine?
6: Okey-dokey, there we go.
7: Why are there so many Songs about rainbows And what's on the other side? Rainbows are visions But only illusions And rainbows have nothing to hide the dreamer
6: album of um that's nice is it? A bit harp. Stay sharp to the bottom of the glass there's a whole album of Muppets and they're called Nickelback. <laughs> 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 do you like that one? That wasn't sorry. Did you like that one Kels? It's a music it. joke. There's a whole album of Muppets they're called Nickelback. <laughs> <laughs> it's actually quite funny you can laugh now. I hate Nickelback. They're one of the worst.
18: Yeah.
6: The, they're one of the worst bands in the world. Do you get them? Let, let, let's get the lyrics. What's their song, Photograph? Is that one?
18: Them and Razorlight.
6: Oh, Razorlight. Not Do you know what i got sucked into Razorlight no. and I bought the album? Yeah. They're back together again, Razorlight. Why? They're playing here, aren't they, Razorlight? Wasn't that discussed in a meeting yesterday?
8: No, yeah, it was wrong. It's not Razorlight. <clears throat> it's Scouting for Girls.
6: <laughs> scouting for Girls! Oh, hang on a minute. Let's just get the lyrics to um, the Photograph by Nickelback. What's his name Trent Reznor? No. What, but who, anyway, look at this photograph. <clears throat> hang on a second. Here we go. Let's just, um, hang on a second. Let's uh, deliver this in the style it deserves. Photograph. Oh. That's, that was the chair. Look at this. This is a rock song by Nickelback. This is one of the big hits, right? It's like it's written by a 12-year-old. Oh. Look at this photograph. Every time I do it, it makes me laugh. Already, wow! it's fifth... It's not even sixth-form poetry, it's fifth-form poetry. That's almost
8: Desiree, isn't it?
6: How did our eyes get so red? What the hell is on Joey's head? (laughs) One can only imagine what's happening in that photograph. I suspect they may have taken drugs or drunk quite a lot of fizzy pop. And this is where I grew up. I think the present owner fixed it up. You can't rhyme up and up. I never knew we'd ever went without... The second floor is hard for sneaking out. Oh. So he's rhymed up with up and out without. Oh, out. Clever. And this is where I went to school. Most of the time, better things to do. Oh, that doesn't even rhyme. Neither does mo- the next one. He's broken... Played
8: the fool. He's sure. run
6: out of rhymes already. Right, OK. Criminal Record says I've broken twice. I must have done it half a dozen times.
8: No. Nope.
6: I wonder if it's too late. Should I go back and try to graduate? Life's better now than it was back then. If I was them, I wouldn't let me in. <laughs> and we get to um, I mean, I think I believe this is the chorus. Maybe it's the middle. It. I just don't know. Every memory of looking out the back door, I had the photo album spread out on my bedroom floor. It's hard to say it. Time to say it. Goodbye. Goodbye. Every memory of walking out the front door, I found the photo of the friend that I was looking for. It's hard to say it. Time to say it. Goodbye. Goodbye. Ladies and gentlemen, I give you the magic of Nickelback. One of the worst bands ever in the world. (laughs) We'll have more from Nickelback later on in the show. We'll do the lyrics to, um, uh, uh, to Rockstar. Rockstar, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now, it's <laughs> we're celebrating the magic of Nickelback, one of the worst bands in the world. Now, let's do a story. Uh, it seems the grand plan for the future of healthcare, regardless of who's running the show, I nearly said one of the parties, but then I have to say all of the parties. Why do they call them parties? Because, I mean, if that's a party, it's dull. There ain't no party like an S-Club party is that more of us are looked after at home. Trouble is, there may not be enough community nurses to make it happen. A BBC East investigation has uncovered... Now, these figures are correct, are they? I hope so. Fingers crossed. A 72% reduction in the number of district nurses, which means people are being kept in hospital because there's no way to monitor them once they leave. Catherine Boyle, you've got more on this. Uh, uh, why is there a lack of nurses? A
8: variety of reasons, Ian. After the scandal at the Mid-Staffordshire Hospitals Trust, um, trusts up and down the country began to increase the numbers of nurses in hospital following the recommendations of the Francis Report. Now, some people say this has taken nurses out of the community to put them into hospitals. There are also a lot of clinical commissioning groups that are in debt including uh, some of our local ones Mm. that means the amount they have to uh, they have uh, their command to fund community services and not being kept uh, kept pace with the aging population Nikki Dewhurst is a district nurse from Hitchin she works for the Hertfordshire Community NHS Trust she's been a nurse for 23 years and told us she still enjoys her job but it's become a lot more difficult
5: on average I see about at present time about 17 to 25 patients a day.
8: The caseloads are definitely bigger.
5: We have much more complex patients who are nursed in the community, end-of-life care. It's increasing
6: all the time. Uh, Are there enough people wanting to go into nursing?
8: Well, no, that's the problem. There are just not the same numbers of people wanting to go into that profession. Uh, Now there's a heavy academic requirement to even Uh, get a place and the training is different. It's less hands-on compared with how it used to be. A lot of the existing district nurses are now approaching retirement. So, for example, in Luton, 55% of district nurses are 55 or or older and because of the now increased workload many nurses are choosing to leave the profession early.
6: Uh, if there aren't enough nurses coming into the profession uh, it says here and many of those who are coming in end up working in hospital is there really a future where people can be looked after at home?
8: The honest answer? it says here, it's not clear. Okay. There is a lack of training places for community nurses. The government doesn't fund specialist district nurse places because it's too expensive. People are now living longer and those that are living longer are living with more complex conditions so if there are not enough nurses to visit their home a couple of times a week, these people end up in hospital. According to Age Concern, the whole idea of elderly care and who should be providing it is changing. The biggest drop in nurses has been among the specialist district nurses who deal with the more complex cases and prescribe medication. Since 2010, the numbers have plummeted from 900 to 255 That's a reduction of 72%. So it's right to say that the there are worrying times okay. ahead for those being cared for at home by community nurses.
1: 08459-455-555. BBC three
6: counties. I've got, to, radio. Um, I've got to clear up a few things, a few errors that we just made, okay? Sorry, I've just had a message, a few errors we just made. It was Chad Kroger in Nickelback. Uh and both Scouting for Girls and Razorlight are playing at Amprox. Gosh, a double bill. <laughs> Razorlight. He went solo, didn't he? The wee fella from He's four foot eleven, the wee fella from Razorlight. And uh, Johnny... Uh, Cash? No, what was his name? The fella from Razorlight. Kingdom. Johnny. Kingdom. Huh? Kingdom. No, what was his name? Johnny... Depp. Oh, no. Um. On the spot.
16: Johnny Burrell?
6: That's it, Johnny oh, Burrell. Him. They did what? I liked the America song, and on the strength of that, nice. and the strength of me splitting up with a girlfriend of eight years, I went and bought the album. Oh boy, what a waste. I went and bought a load of albums. I bought Franz Ferdinand and that, and some others. Franz Ferdinand, good.
19: Mm.
6: Razorlight, oh, blimey, what a load of old guff that was. We'll be celebrating the magic of Nickelback and uh, uh, um, uh, debagging Justin Dealey in about
1: ooh, five minutes' time. <laughs>
12: starting to get busy on the North Circular Road between Arnos Grove and Bounds Green Road at New Southgate. And having a look at the speed sensors, the A41 is starting to look busy into Aylesbury. Elsewhere, on the A421 Standing Way in Milton Keynes, there's roadworks around the Kingston roundabout, so expect delays there. But looking at the speed sensors, it's not looking too bad at the moment. And on the CCTV cameras, the motorways, the A1M and the M1 are looking like they're moving very well so far this morning. And on the train departure boards, there's no reports of any delays at the moment. Samantha Brough, BBC. Three Counties Radio. Yeah, thank you, Sammy.
1: Across beds, hearts and bugs.
12: This
0: is BBC Three Counties Radio.
2: It's 6.30, I'm Simon Oxley. Thames Valley Police has been criticised for failing to respond to a woman's emergency call on time. She was later found dead at her Aylesbury home. The Liberal Democrats and UKIP launched their election manifestos today and the Royal College of Nursing says the lack of qualified community nurses in the east of England is scandalous. A BBC East investigation has found more than 900 full-time nurses have been lost across the region since 2010. <laughs> Dramatic night of league football. Milton Keynes-Dons are just three points away from an automatic promotion place in League One after a 3-0 win at Fleetwood coupled with a draw for second-place Preston. Lewis Baker, Will Grigg and Deli Alley scored second-half goals for Carl Robinson's side. We knew we had to play to our best today to try and get anything out of the game.
14: They play with a unique diamond that makes it difficult to play against. Um, Some of the results here have been very
2: positive recently. Um, but I think we've... Um... Yeah, they played really well tonight. In League Two, Wickham remain on course for automatic promotion after a stoppage time penalty from Paul Hayes
20: gave them a 2-1 win over Exeter. His manager Gareth Ainsworth. What a nerve from the captain, you know, and what a penalty. On chances, I think we deserved it. On possession, maybe not. They had a lot of possession. They crossed, got a lot of good crosses in there, some good players and some good football. And we played the three up front, the risky formation. As I've said we're going to do, we had the good chances, the better chances, and... Uh, well, what a way to do it on a on a Tuesday night. Thank goodness that jinx is gone. Stevenage looks set to
2: claim a playoff place after an early goal from Tom Pett gave Graham Westley's side a 1-0 win over Portsmouth.
21: I thought our, our lads with the lead were dogged, were resilient. Um, we're determined. We scored the goal from a set play that won the game, and you know we managed to grind the three points out. So over the 90 minutes, I think the d- that lads deserve credit for a lot of determination and a, and a very positive attitude to the game.
2: And Luton are three points away from the playoff places with three games to play after a goalless draw at Dagenham. But John Still's side played over half the game with 10 men after Paul Benson was sent off.
19: I think he reacted too quick myself. I think he done it all too quick. I don't think that he took any time to do it. But he sent him off. Nothing we can do about it. Honestly, I, I've give up on decisions this year. I really have. I think we've sent off nine penalties to the referee secretary, and eight of them have come back as penalties. Now that's too many. Tonight,
2: Watford go to Nottingham Forest in the Championship. There's full commentary in Three Counties Sport from seven. The Hornets are fourth after wins last night for fellow automatic promotion hopefuls, Bournemouth, Norwich and Middlesbrough. And the West Indies will resume later on 155 for four on day three of the first test in Antigua. That's in reply to England's 399. BBC Three Counties News and Sport, the next full bulletin is at seven.
6: Ladies and gentlemen, would you please welcome to the stage... Nickelback! (laughs) I'm through with standing in line to clubs we'll never get in. It's like the bottom of the ninth and I'm never gonna win. This life hasn't turned out quite the way I want it to be. I want a brand new house on an episode of Cribs and a bathroom I can play baseball in and a king-size tub big enough for 10 plus me. (laughs) I'll need a credit card that's got no limit and a big black jet with a bedroom in it. Gonna join the Mile High Club at 37,000 feet. I want a new tour bus full of old guitars. My own star on Hollywood Boulevard. Somewhere between Cher and James Dean is fine for me. Cause we all wanna be big rock stars and live in hilltop houses driving 15 cars. The girls come easy and the drugs come cheap. We all stay skinny cause we just won't eat we will hang out in the coolest bars, in the VIP with the movie stars. Every good gold digger's going to wind up there. Every playboy bunny with her bleach blonde hair and, well, hey, I want to be a rock star. I want to be a rock star. Scotland. Not fans of uh, Nickelback there, Justin. Ah, uh, great. Really enjoyed that,
17: yeah. <laughs> Almost like something I wrote myself. They are one of the worst bands in the <laughs> world, aren't they? But people can relate to them. Surely, listening to those lyrics, every single guy <laughs> wants to be in that band. And every single guy couldn't write those lyrics. Ooh.
8: To me, it sounded like a hollow, empty existence. Well, that it's gone not... for about <laughs> three weeks. But... Fill your boots.
17: Yeah, three mm. weeks though. A crack in three weeks.
6: Dear me. Anyway, Justin. Yes, boss. Today we're going to. Oh, right. See, this today we're going to. Now
17: <laughs> today, Justin, would you?
6: Now
17: I'm feeling slightly fragile this morning, as you know.
6: Well, there's a picture of you on the front page with your dad, Rod Stewart. Have you, seen, have you seen this, Cos? Picture on the front page of the mirror, Justin Daly with his dad. It's a good picture. I'll tweet it. I'll tweet it in a minute.
17: Check that out later
6: on. Check it out later on. Now, Justin, we've dropped what's the story this morning for this? Stinkers for big thinkers. There's. Sorry? What's
8: that noise? That's Justin. No, there's like a home.
6: That's Justin. Oh no, that's just rubbish, studio. So it's just it's just some brain teasers, Justin. I thought I'd ask you some simple questions. Oh please, come on. Date with a cowboy. Date with a cowboy. Yeah, right. Hang on a second, Justin. Would you?
16: Let me blow your
6: mind. You have to say you have to accept the challenge. Okay, I accept
17: the challenge. Right. So hit no, me the with question it. is. Yeah. Justin, would you?
16: Let me blow your mind.
17: Yes. You can blow my mind. A cowboy this
6: is an easy one. with staff easy. You'll get this one, Catherine. You reckon? A cowboy rode into town on Thursday, stayed for four nights and rode out on Thursday. How is this possible?
16: Let me blow your mind.
6: Can you repeat the question, please? A cowboy uh. rode into town on Thursday. Yes, stayed for four nights, mm-hmm. and rode out on Thursday. Now how is this possible?
16: Me your mind. This is one
17: of the easy ones Okay, w- w- would this be <laughs> I've got no idea um, Honestly, I've got absolutely no idea How would he have done that? If he stayed for four nights, well Seven days, well, Thursdays, seven days later I don't get it Oh, this is the podcast A cowboy mm-hmm.
6: Rode into town On Thursday Yes Oh no. Well done <laughs> See, Kelly's got it, Justin, and you've not. (laughs) Listen, a cowboy... Listen to the question. The answer's in the question. I'm telling you the answer. Yep. A
17: cowboy rode into town on Thursday. Yes. He stayed for four nights. So, Thursday night, Friday night, Saturday night, Sunday night. Yes, Okay. And he rode out on Thursday. How is this possible? (sighs) Did he maybe stay in the field?
6: Did he, what? did he? make me stay in the field? <laughs> <laughs>
17: I don't know what that. I don't know what that means. Well, I don't know what you mean. H- how is that possible? Explain the did he stay are, in the field? You, you are blowing my mind. If he arrived on Thursday, <laughs> and stayed that. there for four nights. He's not going to be leaving the following Thursday. Listen
6: he? to the question. Yes. I am telling you the answer in the question. Hmm. A cowboy. Yes rode into town... Yep. ..on Thursday. Yes. He stayed for four nights and rode out on Thursday.
17: No, no idea, but... How is this possible? (laughs) I've got no
6: idea. A cowboy rode into town on a horse called Thursday. He stayed for four nights and rode out on a horse
17: called Thursday. How is this possible? Ah, that's because (laughs) the horse is called Thursday.
10: (laughs) Justin Dealey! Thank you.
6: <laughs> I saw Kelly looking panicked that I was going to ask her. Yep. But then she got it. They are tricky, though, to be fair.
17: I mean, <laughs> oh, I, that's, that's the on. easy one. That's a tricky question. <clears throat> okay. Okay.
6: Two men. Hang on a second. Justin, mm. would you.
16: Now let me blow your
6: mind Yes, it's like a vampire. It can only come into the house if invited. Justin has to accept the
17: challenge. I accept okay. challenge number two. I don't really want to do this, <laughs> but I accept challenge number two. This is great podcast fodder.
6: And this is a lesson to uh, all parents and young people out there. Study, work hard. <laughs> it's a win-win situation. It's yep. a win-win situation. Mm-hmm. Two men are playing tennis together. After three full sets, both of them win. How is this possible?
16: Let me blow your mind.
6: Um, Two men yes. are playing tennis together. Yeah. After three full sets, both of them win. How is this possible? Well, it's not possible. Please. Well, there's got to be a winner. You got it, Catherine? Yeah. Okay, Kelly, have you got I it? I think so. Okay, Justin. Yeah, clues, t- please. <laughs> clues. <laughs> <laughs> Two men are playing tennis yes. together. They're yeah. playing tennis together. Right? Yes. Yes. After, uh, uh, as with a lot of these, the answer is in the question. Yeah. Yeah. Two men are playing tennis. Together. Yeah, OK, OK. After three
17: full sets, both of them win. Uh, I think How I is I've got this, this one. I think I've got this one. Yes. There is a message coming into my brain right now. Thank you, God. Um I think it's because they're in a doubles team.
6: <laughs> <laughs>
17: it, it, so it turns out, Justin, you get it if I emphasise yeah. the answer. <laughs> uh, you got to admit, though, that they are tough if you haven't got the answers in front of you.
6: Okay. A man. Right, hang on a second. I need to check the I, I have got the answers in front uh, exactly. of me. Exactly. Okay, right. Yeah, yeah. Oh, this is a great one. Come on. This is a great one. I accept,
17: by the way. Oh, I no, accept sorry, everything.
6: Justin. Uh, can I? Would you let me? Hang on. No, hang on. Justin, would you?
16: Let me blow your mind.
17: Yes, boss. And
6: you'll be in a good sport for doing this. Yeah. This gunman loves One Direction. Oh, <laughs> right. A man encountered a bear in a wasteland. There was nobody else there. Both were frightened and ran away. The man ran to the north, the bear to the west. Suddenly, the fellow stopped, aimed his gun to the south, and shot the bear. What colour was the bear?
16: Brown.
17: Sorry? Brown. What makes you say that? Just something which is uh, coming to my head. It says a guess, I'll be honest with you, but I'm going to stick with my guess. A man encountered a bear in a wasteland. There was nobody else there. Both were frightened. You would be
6: frightened. Mm -hmm. Bear is frightened of the man, the man is frightened of the bear. The man ran to the north, the bear to the west. The fellow stopped, aimed his gun to the south and shot the bear. What colour was the bear? (laughs)
16: Let me blow your
17: mind. This, of course, is uh, a beast off uh, two beasts going uh, head to head here. I'm going going to stick with my answer of brown. Okay. Kelly Betts.
22: Hi.
6: Okay. Catherine Boyle. White. Now, why do you say white? Because he was at a pole. (laughs) They (sighs) were
8: in the North Pole, Justin.
17: Okay. It's like Christmas Day, this, with the relatives you don't like.
8: Oh, thanks a
16: bunch. (laughs)
6: Like Christmas Day. Let me find. um, Hang on a second. Let me find another one. Uh, There's more. Oh, I've got I've got loads of these. Mary's mum has four children. Mm. The first child is called April. Yep. The second May. The third June. What's the name of the fourth child? Mary's mum has four children. The first is called April, the second May, the third June. What is the name of the fourth child? Oh, sorry. Uh, Justin, can I...
16: Uh,
17: Just a a guess at this one. I preferred the first question, but I'm going to go with... I'm going to go with... I'm going to go with July. (laughs) (laughs) Can we do this every day? Please, Catherine, please. If you
6: want. Um, Mary's mum has four children. The first is called April, the second is called May, the third is June, the fourth is called... July. Catherine. I don't
17: know. Oh, oh, oh <laughs> Guys, <laughs> they are tough. Come on, boss. Listen, you've got the answers in front of you. Kelly's ha- just buzzed in my ear that she knows How it. How about we play this game later on with my questions in front of me? <laughs> Your questions. Yeah. All right, mate. I'll, I'll take got that. Beef here. Let me read Hang it. Hang on. Do it again. Catherine's Catherine's
6: getting it. I'm going to let Kelly answer it if she's got it right, though. Let's, this is the question: Mary's mum has four children. The first child is called April. The second May. The third June. I'm are you sticking with the, the answer that the fourth child, Justin, is called July? Definitely, yep. It's the best I've got. You've not <laughs> got it, have you, Catherine? No. Kelly Betts, the name of the fourth child, please. Mary. Ladies. Oh, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you, Justin. Speak right. to you
7: later. Thank you, boss. Ta-ta. I thought love was only true get his pain When I needed sunshine I got rain Then I saw her face Now I'm a believer Not her trace Then I saw her face
1: Beds, cards and bugs.
0: BBC Three Counties Radio
12: the M1 towards London. Mike called to say that there's a uh, lane blocked by an accident at Junction 9 for Redbourne involving two cars. I can see on the speed sensors that the congestion's reaching back past Junction 10 for Luton, almost to Dunstable Road. On the M25 anti-clockwise, it's starting to look very busy between Junction 21 for the M1 and 19 for Watford. And in Mill Hill on the A1 Watford Way, that's looking slow southbound from the apex corner towards Mill Hill Circus. In Stoke Mandeville, between Aylesbury and Wendover, it's reported George Corton say that there's some temporary traffic lights near Station Road there which could cause some delays. as no reports have any problems at the moment on the train departure boards. Samantha Brough, BBC Three Counties Radio. Thank you,
6: Samantha. 6.46, Wednesday the 15th of April. I'm Ian Lee. These are your headlines on BBC Three Counties Radio thames valley police has been criticized for failing to respond to a woman's emergency call on time she was later found dead at her aylesbury home the liberal democrats and ukip launched their election manifestos today and in football there were wins last night for mk dons wickham and stevenage and a draw for luton coming up we'll speak uh, a little bit more to justin deely before that let's get the weather his quarter beds
1: hearts and bucks weather bbc three counties radio
11: Good morning. Well, it's another dry day with plenty in the way of warm sunshine for all of us. Just a scattering of cloud perhaps later in the day towards parts of beds. But temperatures could reach up to 24 Celsius today, 75 in Fahrenheit, a good 10 degrees higher than average. And as we head through the evening, cloud is expected to increase across beds to hearts as well through the evening and overnight. But most areas should remain dry, just the very slight risk of the odd isolated shower. Temperatures dipping to around 6 or 7 degrees tonight, 43 in Fahrenheit, and over tomorrow much cooler and cloudier and fresher with an easterly breeze. There will be some bright spells, but temperatures only around 15 degrees compared to the 24 Celsius today, and that theme continues for the weekend. And that's your
6: forecast. Thank you very much.
17: After another top performance from the Hornets.
22: They drew the valley. What a strike. What
7: a goal.
17: Premier League promotion push rolls on and tonight they're back in action away to Nottingham Forest. He's got it back towards Guardiola. it's 2
1: knowing a win will put them on top of the championship so four more games to go and we have to enjoy every moment of this and try to do our best
21: Watford away to Nottingham Forest tonight from seven here on BBC Three Counties Radio
6: now we come
17: to um uh, Justin Yeah. well uh, okay there's a couple of things we can talk about first of all Percy Sledge Mm, passed away full on tribute coming up later on I met Percy about what three years ago I have to say boss it was one of the highlights of my career I've gone to this hotel in London and I've arranged to meet uh, three separate guests. So, first of all, The Fifth Dimension come out. Aye. Then, yeah. Lamont Dozier comes out. Hey, one of the greatest uh, songwriters yeah, of all time. He comes down in a velour tracksuit, <laughs> sits opposite <laughs> me and talks about some of the greatest songs oh. ever. I then finish with Lamont. Lamont then walks out yeah. and in walks Percy Sledge. Wow. And it was incredible. He sat opposite me. He told me some incredible stories. He even sung for me as well. Aye. He gave away the rights to When a Man Loves a Woman. Can to you. you I believe that. Not to me, to two of Isn't friends. Isn't it great when, uh,
6: I've done a few interviews with pop stars, when they start singing to you. I know. And you're hard. a big fan. I've had Glen Campbell sing Guess I'm Dumb to Me, and then I, I interviewed Brian Wilson, and I was, oh, I was, uh, I was a 15-year-old girl when I was interviewing Brian Wilson, and he said, what's your favourite Beach Boys song? And I said, oh, Sail on, no, I said Marcella, really obscure song. Mm. He started singing it oh. to me. He sat there singing my favourite Beach Boys song to me. I mean, th- these people, well, I, I've, I've
17: always said, that the bigger somebody is in terms of being a star, particularly the American stars, they're quite happy to do that for yeah. you. People like Brian Wilson, Percy Sledge, I mean, that sort of Ignore- stuff is amazing.
6: Ignore the um, PR people. Yep. Don't ask him this. They're, they're the pop stars don't give us stuff. Yeah, let them do it. Um, so we've got a Percy Sledge tribute coming on. Yeah. Uh, a little bit later on. Now, there's a
17: story about Madonna in the papers. <laughs> Magic again.
6: yes. Well, if you, you know, she snogged that young fellow and he pretended to be sick. Well, what have they done in the sun, Catherine? What science experiment have they conducted?
8: Well, they've dressed up a woman
6: um, like Madonna. She's Britain's premier Madonna lookalike. She looks a little bit like. Um, oh, no, I won't be too rude. But imagine someone sipping on a special brew by Skip. Right. <laughs> That's kind of the look I she's I can got go for. find that person this morning for I you know. if you want. What have they done? She's she's a Madonna impersonator. Apparently. She's got a gap in her teeth ta- and blonde hair, basically. They've taken her
8: out on the street... And black eyebrows. They've taken her out on the streets and they've um, made her kiss random blokes. Uh, she's, she's, she's got
6: a... Now, listen, right. She's, you're a 20-odd-year-old bloke and a 49-year-old slightly tarty woman comes up and says, you fancy a snog? You, you'll go... Yeah, go on, then. Mm. Well, although
8: students, this... student, Sam Walters, 19, fled and gasped, I was embarrassed, Madonna's too old for me, although I'm her usual age range.
6: <laughs> <laughs>
8: but uh, Neftali Carrera loved it. Neftali. Job seeker Neftali, 35, said after snogging Lisa left, I'd be excited if the real Madonna wanted to kiss me, although this one was very nice, too. <laughs> oh, see,
6: that's romantic. Polite. Polite, Now, the thing is, Justin, I had an argument,
17: I'll bring you into this, case. I had an argument with, with Catherine yesterday. Yeah. Yeah. I like the new Madonna song. Well, I think every single track that, that she's done, I think you, you can't really knock it. Well, of rubbish. No, 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 no,
6: so. Her version of American Pie?
17: Yeah. It was terrible. It was her own version. It well. was her own spin. Well, are you, uh, oh. it was like Robo Pie, wasn't it? So where are we going with this? I'll tell you why. Because uh, in in the back of my car, and I was reminded no. of this last week. because no. When I put the boot down in my car, no. I've still got my Madonna no. blonde wig, no. and it was poking out. So would you like me no. to take the wig onto the streets no. this morning, no. kiss a few random people, and see what happens? Is that is that what you're asking for? I, I I couldn't
6: ask you to go and kiss a few random blokes, Justin. Okay. You'd have to volunteer to do that. Uh,
17: look, what are you after? Tell me what you want, and uh, let's see what happens on the streets this morning.
6: I can't get you to do I don't know what we're going to get you to do today, actually. What's your favourite Madonna song? Call me now. No, no. God, for goodness sakes.
8: Can we leave Madonna alone today?
6: Well, I was going to say, because the song's cute. I like the song.
16: Okay, the, the song's okay.
6: Do you like the song, Kelly?
16: Which one? She's got a few out at the moment. She's got one with that Drake guy who she's been smooching. Yeah. And then she's got one, I think, by herself.
6: Well, I like the one by herself.
16: I don't know how it goes. Right? It goes, it goes it's a little awesome.
6: bit like this.
17: Is this the one I like? Yeah, no, I like this one. Justin, we'll have a thing about what we can do with you. I'm going to be getting today the village perspective, alright? I, you know. I don't even know what that means.
9: We'll Maybe it was all too much, too much for a man to take. Everything's bound to break. Sooner or later, sooner or later, you're all that I can trust. Facing the darkest days, everyone ran away, we're gonna stay here, we're gonna stay here. Ah, ah, I know you're scared tonight, ah, ah, I'll never leave your side. This world has turned to dust All we've got left is love Might as well start with us Singing a new song, something to build on Ah, ah, I know you're scared tonight
6: Justin! Justin? Where's he gone? Has he disappeared? Justin? Justin? Unbelievable! He's gone! Justin, take Percy Sledge to the streets, please. Thank you very much indeed. Catherine, what you got in the papers?
8: Poor old Sue Perkins.
6: Oh, you're um, you're separated at birth. Yeah. You're, you're brother from another mother.
8: Uh. Hmm. My sister from another mister. Yeah. Great British Bake Off host Sue Perkins has received a barrage of death threats over reports she could replace Jeremy <sighs> Clarkson on Top Gear. Reports she says are nonsense, but still it's made her um, not want to go on Twitter anymore.
6: I like. I worked with Mel and Sue years and years ago, and Mel in particular. I Mel, they're, they're both absolutely delightful and charming.
8: I've heard that. I've yeah, heard that
6: absolutely delightful and charming people. Whoa. She's
8: forty-five, in case you were wondering. Uh, revealed yesterday that she's taken a break from. Does Twitter.
6: he not? Say, oh, it's, if it were, if it were the, Well, it's the male. I'm surprised it didn't say forty. 45-year-old lesbian Mel well, Sue. Just...
8: No, Sue isn't a lesbian, no. is
6: she? Sue is the lesbian. Mel isn't the lesbian.
8: Mel isn't a lesbian. Sue is.
6: That's uh, correct. Okay, yeah. I'm
8: glad we got that clear.
6: Yeah. Okay, just in case anyone's wondering.
8: Television presenter 45 revealed yesterday she's taken a break from Twitter after bullies targeted yeah. her on the social media site. One of the messages uh, said she should be burned to death Mel. simply because she's one of several people to be linked with the BBC's motoring show. Ridiculous. Why do people turn into um, playground bullies? But then saying
6: that. She's only had... I think she's only had one death threat. I don't oh, know. she's only had one death threat, I know. Because uh, the, the... Yeah... Anyway... No, like, a
8: barrage of death threats. That means more than one, right? The,
6: the story that I've... Both those stories only quote one, though. That's the thing, so I don't know. But anyway, either way, one is, one is too many.
8: Here she said, Miss Perkins posted to her 576,000 followers... guys, post the utterly fabricated story about me in Top Gear. My timeline has been full of blokes wishing me dead. Oh, okay. This morning, someone suggested they'd like to see me burned to death, all of which goes to say I'm off Twitter for a bit, love and peace.
6: Ridiculous. People are idiots, isn't it? People are idiots.
8: They start to throw their weight around on Twitter. I particularly don't trust people who don't use their real name on Twitter. They <laughs> well, usually be the worst, a, and then you find a, out it's some sort of 14-year-old who doesn't leave his bedroom we, we
6: were having a barney with some plum yesterday. Anyway. Well, you know. Anything else you got in the post? Bring them all out. There's loads. There's the stripy house. Did you see that one? Oh, I I saw this. Yes. Go on.
8: There's a woman who lives in a in Kensington.
6: But, but, but bear in mind, and I do think this is relevant. Her house is worth 15 million pounds. Yeah. Okay, so it's it's a very pricey area. Yeah.
8: She wants to build. Um. She wants to build. a to go down. Swanky basement. Yeah. And put like a gym in there and a swimming pool. She's already got a cinema in that. Uh, Anyway, so uh, her neighbours have uh, objected to her plans, Uh, so what she's done is to... to paint a rather swanky townhouse stripy, red, red and white stripes. It's
6: All like her neighbours yesterday were on various radio programmes oh, I think it's absolutely disgusting. It's you know, it a really it, oh, waste of time. Might, one woman said, it might be suitable for Camden but it's certainly not suitable for here. <laughs> yeah, I
15: heard that woman.
6: Uh, and that, that story was then followed by one about whether housing association people should be allowed to buy their council properties <laughs> or not. And you just think, oh, flip it. It's 15 million quid. Your house is worth 15 million quid. She's probably knocked off A million quid, so you're down to 14 million quid.
17: Really?
8: Really? Is that what we're worried about? That's what's called a luxury problem.
6: By the way, the housing association story yesterday wasn't the story that housing association people were going to be allowed to buy their properties. What was it then? It was that um, when housing association people move out of their properties... Let me know if I've got this wrong... Ordinary punters, you and I, can buy it. Can buy it. Not oh. it won't be offered to the housing association, or it might be. But we can buy those houses, so that means there'll be
1: less housing association. But you
8: know what will happen? Yeah. Private landlords will buy Ladies it.
1: Ladies and gentlemen, I thank you very much. Travel news for beds, cards, and bugs.
12: BBC Three Counties Radio. On the M25 anticlockwise, it's blocked between Junction 24 for Path to Spa and 23 for the A1M because of an accident. It's causing three mile queues on the approach so far. On the M1 towards London, there's reports that lane's blocked Junction 9 for Redbourne and on the speed sensors, queues are reaching Junction 11 for Dunstable Road now. On the m 4 towards London, it's looking very slow just before the High Wycombe Handicross roundabouts and also in Mill Hill on the A1 Watford Way. That's very busy now between the Apex Corner and Mill Hill Circus, but on the train the patchboards, there are no problems reported or showing up at the moment Samantha breath BBC Three Counties Radio Thank
6: you Sammy Where have you been bullied or flicked in the ear I was punched in the ear at the audience of Crackerjack. Oh and other bits and pieces Do you bear with us we're, we're making it up as we go along
0: Local and vocal across beds hearts and bucks
1: This is BBC Three Counties Radio
2: It's 7 o'clock, I'm Simon Oxley. The headlines, police criticised after death of Aylesbury woman... Lib Dems and UKIP launch election manifestos and wins for MK Dons, Wickham and Stevenage. BBC Three Counties Radio. Thames Valley Police has been criticised for failing to respond to a woman's emergency call on time. Susan James was found dead when police arrived at her Buckinghamshire home six hours after her initial call. More from Danny Bailey.
3: The 44-year-old woman was found dead at her home in Ellsbury by officers on the 13th of September 2014. She dialled 999 at midnight but due to a shortage of staff, a lack of training and other incidents taking priority, a police unit did not attend her address until 5.40 the following morning. The Independent Police Complaints Commission investigated the incident and concluded that staffing and training of control room operators at Thames Valley Police was inadequate. The force says more staff have now been recruited and extra training will take place as a result.
2: The Liberal Democrats and UKIP launched their election manifestos today. UKIP leader Nigel Farage will say that establishment parties have repeatedly let down voters as he sets out measures on Europe health and defence. Lib Dem leader Nick Clegg will
4: focus on education as Chris Mason explains. They say they will offer an extra £2.5 billion of funding for 2 to 19-year-olds by 2020. More than is offered by Labour, £2 billion more than Labour and £5 billion more than the Conservatives. The twist is is that what they are promising is dependent on economic growth to bring in additional tax revenue so that that tax revenue can be spent in schools and if there was some sort of economic downturn then questions would be asked uh, about whether the figures can add up.
2: The Royal College of Nursing says the lack of qualified community nurses in the east of England is scandalous. A BBC investigation in the east has found more than 900 full-time nurses have been lost across the region since 2010. A 24-year-old man who failed to receive a vital injection at birth at the Luton and Dunstable Hospital has won over £7 million damages from the NHS at the High Court. The man, who has not been named for legal reasons, was left disabled after the hospital failed to tell his mother of the importance of vitamin K. In sport, Milton Keynes-Dons are just three points away from an automatic promotion place after a 3-0 win at Fleetwood coupled with a draw for rivals Preston. Wickham remain on course for promotion after a stoppage time win over Exeter.
6: In comes Paul Hages, right-footed. It's there! wickham Wanderers two! Exeter City one! Paul Hague! Has given
7: Wickham the lead here and surely the three points in the battle for promotion.
2: Stevenage looks set for a playoff place after a 1 0 win over Portsmouth and Luton remain in playoff contention after a goalless draw at Dagenham despite, despite playing over half the game with 10 men. The weather, another warm and sunny day, maximum temperature 23 degrees Celsius. And you can get the latest news and sport online at bbc.co.uk slash three counties.
6: Thank you, Simon. Morning, Ian Lee, BBC Three Counties Radio. Uh, Police response times, nurses... And the usual Tom Dickery. I once got uh, bullied and indeed slightly beaten up while I was sat in the audience of Cracker Jack. <laughs> Don't laugh, it's horrible. I was nine, I was in tears, I had tears stinging my eyes. What's the weirdest place you've been bullied or had your ear punched? 08459, four double five five double five. Is there any band worse than Nickelback? Celebrate the magic of Percy Sledge. Oh, and there's a great there's a great story. Remind me to this story about mobility scooters. Uh, remind me. <laughs> 8459 four double five five double five. You can t- 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 text as well. 81333. Start your text 3CR if you wouldn't mind.
0: Across beds, hearts and bucks.
1: This is BBC Three Counties Radio.
6: Otherwise it goes to the wrong BBC radio station. Now, Thames Valley Police must learn lessons after an Aylesbury woman was found hanged six years after she called 999. Susan James made the call around midnight in September last year, but due to other cases taking priority, police didn't make it to her house until just before 6am. Uh, An investigation by the Independent Police Complaints Commission said that staffing and training of control room operators was inadequate. Well, Sophie Kahn is a solicitor advocate at Sophie Kahn & Co. And, uh, well, it turns out when we mentioned you on Twitter yesterday, Sophie, a very controversial guest as well.
15: Well, it's been that way for several years now, Ian, so uh, you're just getting in the back end of it.
6: Uh, Yes, and uh, thank you. Now, what do you make of this story, Sophie?
15: Well, it's a pattern, typical pattern. Something seriously goes wrong. The IPCC uh, investigate because um, it's their duty to investigate any article two and three breaches on behalf of the state, and then they come back and say nothing goes has has gone wrong. And then so there is a a pattern now that something has seriously gone wrong. The body that needs to investigate and find findings and then put certain things in place doesn't do it. So then we have this vicious cycle of the same thing happening again in a different location. The
6: IPCC, they're not looking for anyone to be fired or reprimanded, but they are saying that Thames Valley Police need to look at their call handling procedure.
15: I think it should be more than that. They should be providing them guidelines. They should be providing them with um, information as to how they are able to comply with their policing duties when something goes wrong. Um, But that doesn't happen. The IPCC investigates... I don't know what uh, the, the, you know, the standard of the individuals doing the investigation, I don't know if they're senior or junior or what background they have, but I think there's something seriously wrong in what the IPCC do and the level of their investigations because I don't think they're complying with the Article 2 and 3 obligations that are on them because um, that, that's what they need
6: to do. In this specific case, the, 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 call t- the person who took the call, it wasn't a police officer, um it was it was it was someone answering the phone. I don't know what level of training they have. They just made, unfortunately, they just made the wrong decision, didn't they? they 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 graded it as urgent, not as immediate.
15: But again, there has to be supervision by the police. Uh, the police force have to provide adequate systems, and those systems have to be supervised. So that it's not a a decision that, if it's taken by someone junior, that that's it, the junior person took it and and we're not responsible. They are responsible because the decision is being taken by someone on their behalf.
6: But, but, I mean, this is a rare incident. More times than not, the the, the person taking the call has to make a snap judgment, don't they? And, And more often than not, they get that right, don't they? I mean,
15: I, I, all I know is when it goes wrong, and uh, when it goes seriously wrong, and then there is uh, an investigation following on from that, and then the individuals may seek to bring the police to account through s- the civil claims. That's where I, you know, that's what I see. And in those situations, there are serious issues as to why X, Y, and Z wasn't done, when it could have easily been done. Um, but I don't think it's snap decisions. You make a decision, and then you have to review it, you have to be supervised. If uh, on this occasion there weren't two call handlers uh, at the, in the station at the same time or at the position at the same time, then already there is a breach of the procedure.
6: It's been stated without going, I don't want to go into too much detail because there are kids listening and people having their breakfast, but um, uh, the, 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 uh, the woman in question, uh, Susan James, she, she killed herself. Um, had this been graded as immediate, it's unlikely that police getting there much quicker would have saved her life.
15: That is a, a, always a, a risk that even if um, someone calls or someone um, calls on someone's behalf, that the police cannot get, cannot get there before the incident happens. But um, as a police force, they must try and, and, and all efforts have to be taken when there is an immediate risk to someone's life. And that wasn't done in this occasion. It took them, you know, took them nearly six hours, which is wrong.
6: Who do, who do you blame then, Sophie? Do you blame the, the person that took the call? Do you bl- bl- blame the, the PCC? Who, uh, the, the coppers that... Well, it's not the coppers that finally got theirs fault, is it?
15: No, I think it's the system. And the system itself, eh, the chief constable of that force is is rely, you know is liable for any kind of actions or inactions of their officers so there needs to be a look at what is the chief constable doing
6: but there's there's no inaction of the the officers did what they were told they were told to go to this place at this time and they they did
15: yes i know but the chief constable is responsible for running the police force that's his role uh, has he done his role properly or not so that needs to be looked at
6: um, is the Staffing levels and training have been criticised in this?
15: Well, the staffing levels have been an issue for a while, but that still does not mean um, that the Chief Constable or the force itself can um, you know c- cannot be held liable for the actions of their
6: officers? They haven't got any money though, have they, Sophie? Uh, they, they've got no money, and uh, th- there are more and more cuts. And we, you know, we talk about this a lot on here. How all the the, the police forces are, are are getting huge financial cuts. They, they, it can't be their fault, can it? If uh, uh, someone commits phones up as they are committing suicide, and it was a very uh, uh, um, oh, how do I say this? Was outstanding, crass. I can't really. It was a very short death, a very quick death. They can't be criticised for not getting there. Earlier, can they, and stopping it?
15: No, the criticism is the, the, their inaction um, to respond to a call which should have been immediate. That's, that, that's the criticism. The criticism isn't that they couldn't stop um, what, what was happening to this lady because that could have happened within seconds, it could have happened within minutes, and obviously they, it's, too, it's too quick for them to turn up. But it's what it was. They turned up too late and there was no chance at all to try to prevent it. That, that's the whole that's the point that I'm trying to make. Uh,
6: Sophie, do, do, do you ever, uh, do you ever f- feel that you are um, trading on people's misery by, by, you know, chasing the police for, for when it's perceived they've made mistakes?
15: No, my, my role very much is to highlight the issues, bring them to their um, attention and then move on to something else. But what's happening... And make money out of it. Well I have to, I get costs from any kind of action against the police but what's happening is even though when you do that there is no change in the system the same cases i saw 6 years ago i'm seeing again today um so there is there's something very wrong a stop and search that happened 5 years ago to a black boy you know in london same thing is happening again in leeds um same type of issues so there's no learning taking place at all although there you know, making claims, they're having criticisms, that there's no learning. So what has to happen? You have to then go back to basics and look at the training. And that's why I tried to do with the College of Policing. Obviously, that has caused a lot of problems for people because I don't know why they don't want to change and become better police officers, but that's another n- another story, I think.
6: Sophie, I, listen, we're going to move on. I appreciate your time Sophie. Thanks very much for joining All us. All right, thanks. Thank you, Sophie Khan, sister Advocate. That's Sophie Khan and co. <laughs>
1: Call 08459 455 555.
8: BBC Three Counties Radio. Uh, Texas. Yay! Yay! Texas. Woo-hoo! Oh, the Texas. Is the sound of the police. Bill says the horse is called Thursday. It was.
6: Just very... An email has just popped up on oh, my, yeah. my, my uh, screen um, from John Devine. It's titled, Is She? There's a photo. I click on the photo. It's a road sign. The road sign says, "Any ideas?" Bet's close. Is she?
16: Really? is that for me? Yeah. Bet's close. Send it to me.
6: Oh, okay, mate. Yeah, I'll it. I've got nothing better to do at the moment.
16: Thank you. Just press forward and then type in my email address.
6: D- okay, mate. Yeah, because I'm not. I'm not busy doing a radio show it's or Kelly nothing. with a Y. All right, mate. Yes. e Catherine, any more texts?
8: Yeah. You weren't really interested in the texts, were you? You were just seeing if I had them open. <laughs>
6: that's correct. Yeah, is that is that. That is correct. Yeah. yeah okay. Correct.
8: Thank you. Okay. Got it. Uh, Pam in Sunnand Park. Here's one for you. Yeah. How high is a Chinaman? What? How high is a Chinaman? Who flung dung? <laughs> <laughs> no answer. That's his name.
19: <laughs> yeah, so the answer is
8: yes, he is. No, that's not no, uh, how high
6: really? is not. Just, listen, this is. I've just done it with who flung down. Of course, cream of some young. Uh, no, no, stop no, it. No, but it, you can't, just just saying short, you know, one syllable words does not make up a Chinese man's name.
8: Although, remember what that girl was called in my halls of residence when I was a student. What was she called? <laughs> Lick men. <laughs> <laughs>
6: Which is oh, terrible, isn't it? Now that was her actual name, not her nickname. Lick men. And did
8: she? No, she was very demure. They're the worst. She used to get some awful messages on her pinboard.
6: <laughs> Today's show, dear listener, is, Her parents
8: uh, sent her to England to get a fine education, and all she got was a bullies.
6: Well, today we're celebrating the magic of Lick men.
16: <laughs> <laughs>
8: she was so beautiful and tiny. Uh,
6: give us one more, go on.
8: Phil! ...is uh, telling us about a large police operation in Houghton Regis yesterday. Morning, Tw- Phil! 20 officers involved and the two new off-road
6: bikes. Hey! I wonder how many people they nicked and how many bikes have got crushed. We can ask Bedfordshire Police. They'll they're, tell us tomorrow or maybe the day after. They'll send us a statement. No, they'll come on, I'm sure. Well, guys, listen, we, the, 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 let's be honest. The coppers, Some of the coppers don't like coming on because mm, I ask them questions that aren't on the script. That's why. that's why some of the, I mean, the MPs don't come but on still, the election. But
8: if that's the case, yeah. big up to Bedfordshire Police.
6: Big up, Bedfordshire Police! Let's see what the audience make of it. <laughs> loving it, loving your work, Beds Police. 81333, start your text 3CR.
1: Let's have some trash. Travel news for Beds, Cards and Bugs.
12: BBC Three Counties Radio. It's still looking really busy on the M1 southbound from Junction 11 for Dunstable Road to 10 for Luton Airport Spur Road but it has been reopened at Junction 9 where there was reported to be a lane closed for an accident. On the A5 southbound approaching Junction 9 for Redbourne, it's looking very busy towards the M1 from Lynch Hill and on the M25 anti-clockwise there's a lane closed because of an accident between a car and a lorry between Junction 24 for Potter's Bar and 23 for the A1M but queues are now reaching Junction 25 for Enfield. On the M40 towards London, it's slower approaching the High Wycombe Handicross roundabout and on the A1 southbound towards the Black Cat roundabout it's starting to look quite slow on the speed sensors from the St Neots Junction. On the train departure board, so there are no reports of any delays at the moment. Samantha Bruff, BBC Three Counties Radio.
6: Thank you, Sammy. 7.16, it's Wednesday the 15th of April. I'm Ian Lee. These are your headlines on BBC Three Counties Radio. Thames Valley Police has been criticised for failing to respond to a woman's emergency call on time. She was later found dead at her Aylesbury home. The Liberal Democrats and UKIP launched their election manifestos today. And in football, there were wins last night for MK Dons, Wickham and Stevenage and a draw for Luton. See Three Counties Radio.
13: Sometimes in life, things don't always go to plan.
14: It worked perfectly for two and a half, three years, till two days ago.
11: He should refund me £1,900. Which
1: is where we come in. We managed to get them to agree to come back in to the property on an agreed date.
13: The JVS show takes on your consumer problems.
1: But uh, I've basically lost a whole lot in administration
13: charges. And helps to get to the right solution.
14: I've received a cheque back for
18: £578. Jonathan, I can't thank you enough. I'd- I don't know how you do, what you do, you and
6: your team. Got to stop that, because there is something in that, and there's something about that trial that's really annoyed me. Go on. And that's trail's been going for a while. It's really annoyed me. And I've ju- and I couldn't work out what it was why that was making why that was making me irritable. Because I like Jonathan. I love the consumer outs. it's genuinely one of my favourite bits of radio in the week. Genuinely one of the highlights for me on the radio. But that trail was getting right on my wick.
8: Was it the boom boom, boom
6: boom boom? No, 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 no. no. It's not no it's, not, it's nothing to do with the production values at all. Right, have a listen. Have a
13: listen. Okay, okay. Sometimes in life, things don't always go to plan.
21: Beautiful. We're set it so up. up.
14: Right. Two and a
11: half, three years till two days ago. should yep. refund me £1,900.
1: Which is where we come in. We managed to get them to agree to come back in to the
13: property no, on a date. The JVS show takes on your consumer problems.
14: But so I've basically lost the whole lot in administration charges.
13: And helps yeah. to get to the right solution.
14: I've received a cheque back for £578. Oh.
6: You, you go on, Catherine, tell the boys and girls. £578, please. I, I received a cheque back for £578. <laughs> oh, make me want to But then again, he shouldn't help people like that. If you weigh yourself, like, um, do, you
8: do, you do you say, I am it? nine stone
16: anyway,
8: 12 or nine stones 12? It's different. What's what that got to do with anything? Well, it should be stones. No! You're going to start getting sniffy about do it's in kilo-
6: Actually, I do it in kilograms. No, you don't. Uh, no, but it's... Pe- it's all right. <sighs> I, I, all right, listen, this is the thing. I think Jonathan's bar is set way too low, all right? It's not a limbo. You're not having a limb off. It's, it's Raise your standards, Jonathan, of the people. Raise the standards of the people that you help. They should all be made to answer, I don't know, a 50-question thing and write a little little essay about themselves. Because people like that, oh, I've got bet 460 pounds gives us stuff about that. I guess. So we shouldn't be helping people who well, no. um, The poorly educated, that. no, no, we I mean, shouldn't. Okay. Well, I miss the days, remember when he had a boat? Jonathan had a boat on there, and the boat was like three quarters of a million pounds. Mm. Do you remember that consumer problem? Yes. I miss people like that. Class, just raises the game. Fella came on, he had a boat that was three, three quarters of a million pounds, and there was like a dent on, dent on it, and the, the, the bloke who'd made it wouldn't fix it. Jonathan, I miss that. Not but 460 pound i got £460. Oh, in the next... i got t- I got 20 nicker. Here, Jonathan, I got ripped off at the sweet shop for Tuppence because you sort it out for me, mate. It shouldn't be allowed. It shouldn't be allowed. I got so- oh, yeah, I went down and I bought a packet of Rolos and the bloke never gave me a penny change. Oh, can you sort it out for us, JVS? But it
8: really is an excellent programme, and yes, JVS could sort it
6: out, regardless well, it, of how common you and are. And he would sort it out, and I'm saying he shouldn't he shouldn't alright JVS yeah I went down to um, Lidl's right, and I bought a packet of plasters and I didn't get me five pence back they're Thomas the Tank Engine plasters right because I like Thomas the Tank Engine I don't like cuts I didn't get my five pence change back there was, they're not all Thomas there's one of Percy in there what's that about I like I bought, Percy I, bought t- I know you do Catherine we'll talk about that later Percy's on Percy's my favourite actually yeah I know you love Percy you can't get enough Percy Percy this Percy that This is the
8: best engine,
6: fact Yeah, yeah, when I wave Percy all over the place
8: (laughs) I like him You know, they're going about Thomas Thomas this, Thomas that, Percy's where it's at He's got chubby cheeks
6: (laughs) So all I'm saying We'll play the trail to its conclusion um, uh, But just bear in mind I don't like that man Sometimes in life, things
13: don't always go to plan. It worked perfectly for two and a half, three I like years, him. I'd to help two him. days
14: yes.
11: ago. He should refund me nineteen
13: hundred pounds. Which is where we don't like come
1: her. We managed to get them to agree to come back in to the property on an agreed date.
13: The JVS show takes on your consumer problems.
1: So, uh, I've basically lost the whole lot. Now without the this charges.
13: And helps to get to the right solution. I've received a check back for five hundred and seventy-eight pound.
18: Jonathan, I can't thank you enough. I I don't know how you do what you do. I don't
13: you She tea. sounds sweet. The JVS show, weekdays from nine, here on BBC um, Three Counties Radio. I'll type up a little, just a little checklist that I think he should work through and I'll send him. A to. little checklist? Well, I've got
6: all afternoon free. I type up a checklist. He likes stuff like that. I'll, I'll send him a little checklist of just where I think he's going wrong. Okay. I'm sure he'll appreciate that. I'm sure he will. I'm sure he's a great guy. I'm sure he will. Now, it seems the grand plan for the future of healthcare, regardless of whoever's running the show, is that more of us are going to be looked after at home. The trouble is, well, there may not be enough community nurses to make it happen. A BBC East investigation has uncovered, and we think these statistics are correct, a 72% reduction in the number of district nurses, which means people are being kept in hospital longer because there's no way to monitor them once they leave. Well, Karen Webb is regional director for the Eastern Region of the Royal College of nursing. Karen, how serious is the lack of community nurses in the region?
5: Well, it's terribly serious that the number of qualified district nurses has reduced to such a terrible level. There are community nurses around the uh, the region, but those community nurses are not qualified district nurses, and there is a very big difference between the two. The chronic underfunding of training to Qualified district
6: nurses in this region. Okay, so why why has there been a reduction in the number of district nurses? It, it, it can't just be down to, um, to, to to lack of funding to train them, can it?
5: Yes, it is. Oh. It's directly down to a lack of funding to train them because uh, the the trusts are supposed to pay for uh, the training of their staff. So Health Education England has a huge budget um, of money to provide for training, but it's up to the providers, the trusts out there, to uh, to, to bid for, for, for training. So what they've done is they've concentrated on training other groups of staff and not qualified nurses in the community.
6: And this will get worse, won't it? Because the report has said that many of the district nurses are over 55. So, the, 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 you know, the greatest respect, they can't keep knocking on forever, can they? They're going to retire.
5: No, that's absolutely right. And what the Royal College of Nursing are saying is that we really need to get a grip of the the need for qualified district nurses because our hospitals are bulging at the seams. All winter, you've been talking about the crisis in A&E and the ambulances not able to get people in. Well, there's no point sorting out the front door of a hospital if you've not sorted out the community nursing service to receive people back into their own homes. Not everybody can live or would want to live their life in a hospital.
6: Uh, What needs to be done to address the problem then?
5: Well, we need to have a whole system uh, approach to this. This is not about an individual hospital or an individual community trust. This is about the chief executive of the nhs making it very clear to all of the nhs what he wants to happen so at the moment we have this fragmented service where all the little bits of it all decide their own that you know their own game
6: if you like but hey listen and the problem is the nh karen whoever whoever gets in they're they're all going to pump more money into the uh, nhs we've been told this week so that that's got to be good isn't it
5: Well, what the Royal College of Nursing are saying is that we we don't want to get involved in in politics around which party's better. What we're saying is any politician who comes into power, the Royal College of Nursing will be holding them to account
6: for the decisions they make. Good for you. Karen, nice to talk to you. Thank you very much for your thoughts this morning. Karen Webb, Regional Director uh, for the Eastern Region at the Royal College of Nursing. Oh. Oh. This is Ian Lee
1: on BBC Three Counties Radio.
6: Chuckling there, Catherine. We'll have no laughter on this watch, but I am curious, what were you laughing at?
8: Greetings from the Ukraine.
6: Hey, Ukraine! I the he Ukraine.
8: I think it's just it Ukraine is, now, not is, the
6: Ukraine. Yeah, I know. Thanks, thanks to Putin. It's another thing he took. The where else used like to be there? <laughs> where else used to be there? Um, oh, places that start oh, with the, the Czech Republic. Yep, 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 yep. The United States of America.
16: The United Kingdom. The China. Uh
6: Oh, there's a great story about China. Have you seen this? It's not a great story. There's a rubbish story uh, about China. Have you seen this? No, go on. Oh, the flipping egg! Baby does something silly. Oh, no. Shall I read the Ukraine... Yeah, go on.
8: Shall I read Ukraine email? Yes. Greetings from Ukraine. I'm here visiting... Uh, sorry, Andy Crane. Oh no, but I did used to like him.
6: Oh, why? Yeah, oh, did. No. Yeah, terrible. no, he grew on
8: me. I didn't like um, Andy. No, I didn't like Simon Parkin. You
6: were going to say Andy Peters, then you realised no, you'd sound liked... racist. No,
8: Simon Parkin was the one
6: I didn't like. Who was the one that was always getting covered in gunk? All of them. No, but there was one where. Well, he... privately or on air? <laughs> <laughs> privately, I think you? that was Toby Anstis. On <laughs> air, um, it was. There was that fella, and he was always hosting, like. Um, Peter Simon. He was always falling
8: it. over. Oh, <laughs> falling over
6: again! Where is Peter Simon? I think Peter Simon's actually in hospital because no. of the brain injuries I he think, sustained due to falling I over. I think he works on bid
8: Up TV now. Oi!
6: Is he falling over as he's trying to steal All st- the time! St- showing his ring? You should be called Get Up TV. Yay! Anyway, go on.
8: <laughs> Greetings from Ukraine. Yes. I'm here visiting my girlfriend and because we're two hours ahead, I get to listen to you guys at a nice time in the morning before she comes over. Oh, my goodness, we're kind of like the foreplay. We're, hey,
7: we're getting we're, him in the mood. We're a little bit sexy for the ladies.
8: <laughs> <laughs> Nothing really to add to your discussion so far oh. yet today. I can't think of anywhere unusual I've been bullied. Well, a bit in Ukraine via the medium of email just now. Oh. Uh, but I know you like hearing that people are listening from foreign countries, even if Always. I'm only a visitor. Joke for you. Oh. He's got us a joke. I, I mean, uh, uh, do we want to? Where do a railway do you... station. Yeah. Stuart from Ukraine, Wo- Woben Sands normally.
6: Which is not Ukraine. I need to, to sort out. was the out joke? A railway station.
16: What was the joke though? Where'd you weigh whale? Uh, <laughs> well,
6: uh, I need to sort my clips out, I really do. You really I'm, do. I'm trying to find a clip that if, if I played it at the right time would just be. Oh, let me go back to the first one. Hang on a second. Hang on. Why? No, it's not that. Hang on a second. Oh, this is it. Ah. Um, we're, say
13: where the foreplay.
6: It looks like we're the foreplay.
13: I don't want people making love while I'm talking. There we go.
8: Oh, they can't, can they?
13: Airing cupboard.
1: Oh, I'll do this first. <laughs> Travel news for beds, cards and bugs.
12: BBC Three Counties Radio. There's been an accident on the M25 anticlockwise. There's a lane closed between Junction 24 for Potter's Bar and 23 for the A1M, which is causing delays from Junction 25 for Enfield. On the M1 southbound, they're accused because of an accident at Junction 9 for Redbourne earlier that was reported and there are still delays from Junction 11 for Dunstable Road. And it's also looking really slow on the approach to the M1 on the A5 southbound from Markgate towards Junction. 9 for Redbourne. On the A1 southbound, that's looking quite slow from the St Neitz Junction towards the Black Cat Roundabout and looking at the speed sensors, the A355 Amersham Road's looking quite slow southbound towards Beaconsfield On the train departure boards though, there are no delays showing up at the moment. Samantha Brough, BBC Three Counties Radio
1: Across beds, hearts and bugs.
12: This is
0: BBC Three Counties Radio
2: It's 7.30. I'm Simon Oxley. Thames Valley Police has been criticised for failing to respond to a woman's emergency call on time. She was later found dead at her Aylesbury home. The Liberal Democrats and UKIP launched their election manifestos today and the Royal College of Nursing says the lack of qualified community nurses in the east of England is scandalous following a BBC East investigation. Three Counties Sports.
0: BBC Three Counties Radio.
2: A dramatic night of league football. Milton Keynes' Dons are just three points away from an automatic promotion place in League One after a 3-0 win at Fleetwood, coupled with a draw for second place Preston. Lewis Baker, Will Grigg and Deli Alley scored second half goals for Carl Robinson's side. We believe in ourselves immensely,
14: but so do Preston, so do Swindon. They all believe in themselves as well. There's only an awful lot of nerves going on now. 12 points to fight for, three in it. Out of the four games they've got to play, three are on the road, one's at home and that's the Swindon.
2: So, a lot of football. A lot of football and um, we know how hard every single game's going to be. Yeah, we're excited by it. In League Two, Wickham remain on course for automatic promotion after a stoppage time penalty from Paul Hayes gave them a 2-1 win over Exeter. His manager Gareth
20: Ainsworth. What a nerve from the captain, you know, and what a penalty. On chances, I think we deserved it. On possession, maybe not. They had a lot of possession. They crossed, got a lot of good crosses in there, some good players and some good football. And we played the three up front, the risky formation, as I've said we're going to do. We had the good chances, the better chances, and uh, well, what a way to do it on a, on a Tuesday night. Thank goodness that jinx is gone.
2: Stevenage looks set to claim a playoff place after an early goal from Tom Pett gave
21: Graham Westley's side a 1-0 win over Portsmouth. I thought our, our lads with the lead were dogged, were resilient, um, we're determined. We scored the goal from a set play that won the game, and you know we managed to grind the three points out. So over the 90 minutes, I think the d- that lads deserve credit for a lot of determination and a, and a very positive attitude to the game.
2: And Luton are three points away from the playoff places with three games to play after a goalless draw at Dagenham. But John Still's side played over half the game with 10 men after Paul Benson was sent off.
19: I think he reacted too quick myself. I think he done it all too quick. I don't think that he took any time to do it. But he sent him off. Nothing we can do about it. Honestly, I've given up on decisions this year. I really have. I think we've sent off nine penalties to the referee secretary, and eight of them have come back as penalties. Now, that's too many.
2: Tonight, Watford go to Nottingham Forest in the Championship. There's full commentary in Three Counties Sport from seven. The Hornets are fourth after wins last night for fellow automatic promotion hopefuls Bournemouth, Norwich and Middlesbrough. And the West Indies will resume later on 155 for four on day three of the first test in Antigua. That's in reply to England's 399. BBC Three Counties News and Sports. the next full bulletin is at eight. Put that runny thing away! Call 08459 455...
0: Five Double
1: Five, BBC Three Counties Radio. Well, man! Beautiful. Making you laugh there. Yeah. i changed changing the
6: lyrics to be a little bit naughty, a little bit rude. I think
8: we can all guess what you said. A little
6: says. bit raunchy. We'll be having um, a Percy package later on from Justin Daly's delivering Percy.
8: Oh, that Percy. To I the thought you were talking about Percy the Green Engine.
6: The Gambia, Oh, the, says so. one of our correspondents on Twitter, who I can't be bothered to find. The Con- The Congo? Yeah, 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 yeah. Home of Umbongo, yeah. of course. What they drink. Um, The French. Um. So, this is the story about. I wait, four five nine four 555. By the way, this isn't a story, right? It's on page three of The, uh, the Sun.
8: It's Lick not- men. Hmm? Lick men.
6: Not too often these days, no. Um, Prince's China trip confusion. Basically, kid does stupid things because kids are stupid. Mm-hmm. They don't know things. Airing cupboard. George searches for Wills in cabinet.
8: Oh, it's a baby as well. It's a proper baby. It's
6: Prince George. Yeah. Toddler Prince George.
15: Why is this even.
6: Oh, he's cute though. Toddler Prince George looked in a cupboard for his dad when Mum Kate said Wills was in China.
8: Oh, you know why?
6: He's the future King of England. He's an idiot.
8: He knows where the China's kept though. That's...
6: Yeah, exactly. He knows where the. Mummy, where's the China, mummy? William was visiting the Far East when George, nearly 21 months, asked where he was. Travel agent Claudia Gordon said Kate told her that after her answer, George went to the China cabinet, opened it and proclaimed, Daddy's not here, Mummy. Where's Daddy? I don't see Daddy now. She added, Kate said they would work on his geography. And then they got a picture of a China cabinet, and then they got a picture of China. Mm -hmm. (laughs) That's not a story! What is that? Kid does does dumb things. Kids are dumb, guys. Call me now with the dumb things your kids have done. Don't.
8: But how often do they refer to the China with George? I mean, it's obviously a big part of his life. It's his first point of
6: reference. My boy was looking at a grape the other day. It was hilarious. Just looking at it. (laughs) Great. You got anything in the papes, Catherine?
8: I asked my daughter, my three-year-old daughter, why she did something the other day. (laughs) She told me. Oh,
6: yeah.
8: I had an idea and my brain said, Yeah.
6: Yeah. (laughs) Oh, uh, well, <laughs> you know you know uh, who, who that reminds me of. Dad Pop. Yes. Where did that idea come from? Yeah, I mean, it came from my, my brain. My boy came in yesterday. I went to bed at, get this, I went to bed at half past five yesterday. Half past five. Five. what's the earliest you've gone to bed oh eight four five nine four double five five double five
8: after the show sometimes
6: half past five and i got to my boy came in about six they've been out they came about six and they got, got in bed with me for a bit and then they went and i fell asleep then they woke me up at half seven asking for paper and then i fell asleep but my eldest came in oh bless them they are idiots aren't they mm. with a, a plastic bag over his shoulders What's that, son? Oh, it's my parachute. Of course it is. He's just walking around with a parachute and then jumping off things.
8: I love it. I love the fact that... Ah, my, a
6: little bit annoying, actually. My uh, three-year-old walked around y- uh,
8: Milton Keynes yesterday wearing, um, like, bare ears for no apparent reason, just wearing them.
6: And the police called you up and said, come and collect your daughter, please? No,
8: she's just doing it. They're, they're uh, annoying. I like that co- parachute's it's a great idea. It do not
6: work. Nice. I pushed him off the stairs and he fell. Oh, dear. Bumped his head.
8: Wow. you got to get that sorted before you go up in the plane.
6: What? Well, the parachute. You don't wear parachute. Why don't, okay, here's a question. Why don't they give parachutes to everybody in first class? Why don't they do that? Why don't they do that? I don't know. Surely they should do that. Right to Branson. You pay first class, you're paying, you could be paying £5,000 a a seat, right, or a bed. You get free manicure. Mm -hmm. Well, you get, there's an option a manicure, a foot massage, a head massage, and there's another one. I can't think what the fourth one is. I always go, I've only flown first class a few times and I've never paid for it, it's always been on someone else's dollar, not the BBC, it's been a commercial company. Uh, and um, I always go for the manicure, because not many people, everyone goes for the head massage, right? Everyone goes for the head massage, so she gets bored of doing the head, you go for the manicure, you're more likely to get seen. But they should give you a parachute, What you're, paying extra, you're obviously more important than the, 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 the cattle at the back. But
8: they need to give you the training as well.
6: No, oh come on, I'd take my chances, what, what's the training, you jump, you pull. Okay. That's my Friday night. Wow. At my Pointer Sisters nightclub. Do they sing Jump? Yeah. Uh, But but every uh, every other Friday, it's um, Van Halen. Which is fair enough. Any stories, please?
8: Yeah, um, there's quite a lot golfer was bitten by a crocodile hiding in a Aye. water hazard i mean you're not joking a water hazard
6: heck. as bitten.
8: he retrieved his ball Oi. no his actual ball Oi. john Laheef, 75 gosh i mean he's got to 75 and then this happens when he's yep. supposed to be enjoying himself he was attacked at the 11th hole of the course in queensland australia after hitting a bad shot a four foot long croc that was lurking in the waterway not
6: a, not a giant plastic shoe uh-huh. The Netherlands and the Philippines. Thank you, Carpet Martin.
8: A four-foot-long croc that was lurking in the water. And not a
6: giant plastic shoe! Just mm? yes, to hear the sound of laughter?
8: <laughs> oh, those ugly shoes. Yeah, that's what I'm doing, man. I'm doing, doing some wicked gags. Can I just say, <laughs> it's alright to wear those if you are a mortician or a butcher. Or Everyone... a child,
6: or a child, or a child. No, I the think boys oh, like those. I think they're horrible. The boys like those, and you can put little clips on them that have got pictures of Minnie Mouse on.
8: To decorate. I mean, it's polishing.
6: What, okay, a okay. Here's here's the phoneme. because none of the others have gone so far. This one's the winner. What clothing can you legitimately decorate? Crocs, denim jackets, jeans, jeans in the seventies. Mm. Mm. No other duffel uh, bags. Sorry, duffel bags. Well, it's not clothing, mate. We're not it's doing like that. Accessory. Okay, accessories. Well, then we accessories makes the the water very very muddy. Come on, then. There's what no
8: else? other clothes. Caps. No- is that an accessory?
6: That hat? That's a, no, a cap is a hat, mate. Oh. <laughs> Obviously, because it's on your head. There's no other bits of clothing that you can decorate apart from those ones. That...
16: So, is that the phone in done then? Yeah,
6: t shirt. Tie dye t shirt. Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay, fine. Well, maybe people can think of other things. <laughs> Have you ever tie dyed your pants? Oh, 0845945555. <laughs> double five, five, double five.
8: <laughs> Don't forget my phone in for another day. We'll
6: do that another day, Kelly. Cool, oh, thanks. Thank you.
8: Anyway, this crocodile. Yeah him on his right calf, leaving puncture wounds. What was he
6: doing with, with, with um, baby cows and a golf course? <sighs> I am literally full of it today.
8: Mr Laheef, who was recovering, recovering huh? in hospital. This guy's still in hospital, guys. Hey. After the attack on Monday, said he'd seen crocodiles on the Palmer Sea Reef Gold Course before and said, I should have been more wary. I didn't see this croc sunbaking. Sunbaking? Sunbaking?
6: Yeah, they bake in the sun. Everyone knows that.
8: On the edge of the water. It's yep. partly my fault for disturbing it flaming yahoo <laughs> big galah
6: now listen the front page of the sun has opened up a whole can of horny worms oh they're the worst kind of worms because mm. they get in the way of everything mm-hmm. bonnie langford has split from her husband now bonnie langford Ooh, bonnie langford Ooh, bonnie langford no i love bonnie oh bonnie langford <laughs> no no i've been in the same room as bonnie langford Can I just say, and I'd always thought Bonnie Langford was a bit of a joke, and I found her irritating and annoying. I have been in the same room as Bonnie Langford. I may even have shared... No, I don't think I could have shared a lift with her, because I would have exploded. She exudes... She is working on, like, the sixth dimension. She is transmitting the most intense sexual frequencies of any woman I've ever met. And I've met Joe Guest... She is just pumping out sexual vibes like you wouldn't. But men were were falling at her feet. And the the only other woman I've met that's done that, actually, Lulu. (gasps) Lulu.
16: Lovely, Lulu. I
6: sat at Lulu's feet while she was telling me boring stories about the old days. And I sat there looking up at her, all moon-faced. But Bonnie Langford, honestly, you've got to meet her to believe... It's incredible, the vibration she's sending
8: out. You don't want to cross the streams of the Langford with the Novelli. Because that man came in, Jean-Christophe Novelli came yeah. into work yeah. once, and I went all funny, Yeah. and it was from the womb down.
6: Wowzers!
8: <laughs> I honestly, I couldn't speak. I've never met anyone who made me go. <laughs> it was, I, I, room, I mean, a even a womb th- with
6: a pew. I mean,
8: it just means has got a seat in it. It made. I'm going to use a term now. That's no, don't gonna,
6: say what just, I think you're going to say. What? Hang on a minute. Tell me what you're going to say. You can see, you can, okay, you know, say that good. <laughs> made my ovaries bounce. Hey! <laughs> so, okay, let's. People you've met that you. Uh, this this is the phone in, we've got it now. People you've met that have made your. Ov- no, people you've met that. In, you'd have thought nothing of them, but when you've met them, you just got. Kind of, oh. No, oh. I saw
8: him on TV and I thought, oh, the French accent, yep. the slightly, you know, dodgy, sort of greased back hair, all that stuff. Oh, my goodness, what a man.
6: Ah, Bonnie Langford.
8: Jonathan Edwards. Oh.
6: What? Yeah. Is he the jumper?
16: Yes. Speak for day He must
6: be like three times the height of you. Yeah. Is that part of the thing?
16: No.
6: Okay, why well, you I got headphones on the back of your head?
8: She's <laughs> thinking about Jonathan Edwards.
6: wait, <laughs> 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 oh, double five five double five is the telephone number. Hey, this is no surprise.
8: Oh, uh, w- uh, Prince William as well. Oh, God. Made me go a bit funny. Yeah, oh, really? Yeah, he's really dashing. Like proper dashing.
6: I'm trying to think this. It was a few
8: years ago before he started to go very, very thin on top. And he was
6: wearing a uniform. Oh, Keris Matthews, maybe. I But that's that's, oh, d- yeah. yeah, that's yeah. just something. I eat the sun every day. Says a thick woman, smearing jam over a ball of uh, to- <laughs> smearing jam over a ball of toilet paper and chucking another into her tea bag. Pregnant Teresa Johnson enjoys her unusual breakfast, while some mums to be crave unusual food combination. Teresa needs to consume toilet rolls, newspaper and sponges. The former cleaner, 26, thought she was going balmy when she first found Lou roll delicious and hid her hankerings from friends. But she finally visited a doctor and was diagnosed with pika. Yes. Pikachu. Bless you. Oh, oh no, I can't say that. I
8: wanted my friend to call their baby Pikachu, but they wouldn't listen to me.
6: An illness which makes sufferers desire non-food substances and can be triggered by pregnancy. Mm. Teresa now happily munches eight toilet rolls a week and eats a copy of The Sun every single blooming day.
8: At least she won't have to wipe. She's clean as a whistle.
6: <laughs> this is the thing that models do. I know. douse. very bad for them as well. Oh, it's t- I was so shocked when I found this. Someone told me this and I had to go and research it, but it's true. They douse toilet tissue in orange juice and they swallow it. Feel, they get the taste of the toilet of the orange juice and it expands their stomach so they're not hungry. Isn't
22: that nuts?
8: But
6: essentially you're making your own papier mache, which is not good for your system. Hey, paper papier mache. Why do we call it paper mash? Mash paper. And collage. I mean what's that all about really? St- stickings.
8: F- That's f- what collage means. French
6: Sticking. art is rubbish. Hey, speaking of French art, so we went into a place the other day, Catherine and I. What is that place where they sell second-hand furniture? In Luton, we went into a second-hand oh, furniture place. Yeah. Right, so there's a place in Luton they sell second-hand furniture. They've done
8: it up so it looks quite um, like a. Furniture it's a great shop.
6: shop. It's like Red the Cross. Yeah, yeah. They <laughs> went <past it>. so <laughs> we went in there because I saw they had some records right on the corner. But, they have-,
8: but they, they have it like a furniture shop, but they have an unusual display. Like once they had a phone that looked like a lobster. Do you remember? Yeah. And
6: boy, oh boy, it smelled of fags in there. Oh. So we went in there, and there's two women working there. All right, and Catherine and I are looking at records and we weren't gonna buy anything. Always it's a big shop, it's a cavernous shop. I always feel weird walking out of charity shops without buying yeah. something. And then I noticed they had a, a, a copy, guys, I'm not stupid. You're assuming it's a copy. Of the Mona Lisa, right? And I went to the women really loud. Flip it, You've got the Mona Lisa! That's worth a fortune. huh I knew uh, tough crowd. I thought I'm gonna stick with this. Repeated it, vous Flipping heck! Look, look, there! You've got the Mona Lisa, that's going to get you a fortune, that is! What did the first woman say? Nothing. Nothing. Second woman went, what did he say? <laughs> as as if she, she had, to, there. had to explain it! And I'm thinking, right, this has died a death, but I couldn't let it go. So as we were walking out of the shop, we went, yeah, the Mona Lisa! You get a fortune for that, ladies! Good luck, have a good day. Why do we call her the Mona Lisa and
8: everyone else calls her la
6: Gioconda? They call her la Giaconda. Anaconda. They call her the Gioconda, mate.
8: Mm.
6: Not la
1: jaconde.
8: Well, in France they call her well,
1: la Well, the French are idiots, we've established <laughs> that. <laughs> Travel news for beds, cards and bugs.
12: BBC Three Counties Radio. There are hour-long delays on the M25 anti-clockwise from junction 23 for the A1M to junction 26 Waltham Abbey because of an accident between a car and a lorry, which has closed a lane. On the M40 towards London, it's very slow from junction at junction 4 for Highwick and Handcross Roundabouts. And on the M1 southbound, it's very busy at junction 12 for Flittick to Junction 9 for Redbourne, that helped by the accident earlier on. In Luton on Vauxhall Way, that's looking busy now. Between Hitchin Road and Crawley Green Road, and at the Black Cat Roundabout on the A1 southbound, it's looking very busy from the St. Neots Junction. On the train departure boards, so though there are no major delays showing up there at the moment, Samantha Brough, BBC Three Counties Radio.
6: Thank you, Samantha! 746 let's get the headlines on BBC Three Counties Radio Thames Valley Police have been criticized for failing to respond to a woman's emergency call on time she was later found dead at her Aylesbury home the liberal democrats <laughs> 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 I'd gone deaf in one ear my headphones weren't working that's why I said Democrat The that's Liber- not in any way a political comment we are completely neutral here at the BBC the Liberal Democrats <laughs> <laughs> and you launched their election oh, oh, shut up shall I
1: Beds, Hearts and Bucks weather BBC Three Counties Radio
11: Yes, well, it's warm and sunny for today. We're looking at temperatures reaching up to 24 degrees, 75 in Fahrenheit, so very warm for the time of year. Just a scattering of cloud developing later in the afternoon across beds at first, spreading across hearts by the evening and overnight. Most areas remaining dry, just the very slight risk of an isolated shower perhaps. Temperatures dipping to 6 degrees, 43 in Fahrenheit, and then for tomorrow cloudier and feeling much fresher. There will be some bright spells, but the wind's coming in from the east and temperatures dipping reaching around 15 Celsius, 59 in Fahrenheit. That's a dip of a good 10 degrees for some of us. And for the weekend, Friday and the weekend, staying similar, fresher with those winds, some lengthy spells of sunshine, but temperatures back to around average. And that's your forecast.
6: Thank you, Corsa.
11: Friday, June the 5th, is the first ever BBC Music Day,
0: aiming to bring people together across the UK through their love of music. As part of the day, we're searching for local unsung heroes. Do you know someone who's giving a big musical contribution to their community? From supporting young musicians to leading a choir, anyone who's making a lasting difference in your area through music could be one of the five heroes chosen to receive a VIP invite to a major BBC music event. Nominations for the BBC Music Day Local Unsung Heroes close on April the 24th. To find out more, search online for BBC Music Day. 08459
1: 455 555
6: BBC Three Counties Radio Uh, Jeremy Kyle's got a new show starting, Justin. Has he? Yeah. Go on, what's he doing? Jeremy Kyle is to front a new daytime show offering. Um, well, the, 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 now, the Will Payne from TV Biz uh, he's written this in biased language. Mm. Basically, it's called Jeremy Kyle's Emergency Room. Oh, no. <laughs> it's been described as a cross between his Daily ITV show yeah. and Channel 4's Embarrassing Bodies. Well, I'm, I mean, in. Uh, I'm in. I'm uh, in. I am in. It sounds. Uh, I, I do think Jeremy Kyle is, and I'm going to say this i think he's evil and I, I used to love the jeremy carl shot i used to love it um and then i met him right he's a weird bloke he's got a really weird he just stares at you i've never seen anyone stare so intently he's staring yeah. into your soul and the more I think about it, the more I think that Jeremy Carl and that television programme is what is wrong with this country. No, the man's we, a legend. No,
8: no, no, it's all about shaming people.
6: We are exploiting the vulnerable. You know why there's people go on it? They get put up in a hotel for a night and they get um free meal. They see it as a holiday. Yeah. Oh, no, genuinely, they, they say, well, we'll put you up in a hotel um, and they, they, they see it as a holiday. They get but, they get driven, in
17: a, they get chauffeur driven. Where do they film it? I think it's Manchester. Right. Look, can think I think it's Manchester. boss? I think that, that that's a small price. So, somebody pays for a hotel room and they pay for a meal. You go on national television and get humiliated. Yeah, exactly. So, that's a small <laughs> price to pay. I think it's tough. Hey, Justin, I've tweeted a picture of you and your dad today. I've just seen that. Thank you very much.
6: <laughs> <laughs> uh, how my dad, Rod Stewart, taught me to pull women. If you follow at Ian Lee, you can see Justin Dealey with his old man. Yeah. Morning, Dad. Justin. Mm. Sad news. Yeah. You're fired. Oh. Good news. I'm going to let you finish the show today. OK, thank you. Rarity in the BBC, to be fair. I know, I know, I'm a good guy. I appreciate that. Percy. Yeah.
17: Tell us about Percy. Percy Sledge. That's the fella. The absolute soul legend has sadly passed away at the age of 74. I think you want me to go on the streets a bit later on and get people to sing When a Man Loves a Woman. Is this correct? Why the hell not, Justin? let's
6: let's Let's do something celebratory today. I mean, let's, stop being, let's stop being cynical. Are
8: we mm. going to get them to sing it? Or, yeah. Or are we going to get them to tell us to finish the sentence?
17: Whatever you guys want. What would you prefer? Bo- she, she boss.
6: Yeah? But she We're going to be celebratory today. I don't want any of these... VFs. I want it to be a beautiful. You know, what I want. I want yeah. a beautiful package, Which Justin. Would be that would that would be fitted. That if we were invited to do so, if if um um uh, I don't know, Motown phoned us up, and said, "Look, guys, we're a little, uh, Percy's funeral. We're two and a half minutes short. Yeah, Have you got anything you could play? We could play the the the, the uh, Voxes that you're going to record later on today, Justin. Oh, and it would uh, do his,
17: it would do his family proud. That's a lot of pressure. Yes, um, it is, mate.
6: Imagine Percy's listening. Yeah.
17: Uh, well, of course, I met Percy a few years ago. Yeah. Um, an incredible moment. So one I done. Um, I've put together a little montage here. This is my tribute to the legend that is Mr. Percy Sledge. When A Man Loves A Woman, a classic and Margaret Thatcher's favourite song of all time. It made number one in the US and number four here back in 1966. When 19 years later, it made the top five again, after featuring in a Levi Jeans advert. Incredibly, despite writing the song, he naively signed away the rights to Calvin Lewis and Andrew Wright, so he didn't receive a single penny in royalties. But he made some other brilliant songs, including Take Time to Know Her, It Tears Me Up, and this.
7: Let me wrap you in my woe and tender
17: love. Warm and tender love. Well, Mark Lyman was Percy's manager.
23: He's probably the most humble person that I've ever met. Always a big smile, a great voice, always listening to his fans and talking to... Everyone he could, whenever they came to him, he never turned anybody away.
17: The disco queen Candy Statton was a very close friend of Percy's.
18: He was the best. He was always kind.
5: He was always obliging. He would always say things that lifted you up.
16: Regardless of what he was feeling, he always had a good word to say about you. I really am so sorry to hear about his death.
17: And I had the pleasure of meeting the great man a few years back. We spoke tunes and, sitting opposite me on a crisp leather sofa, I chanced my arm and I asked him to sing for me, which he did.
9: When a man loves a woman Can't keep his mind on nothing else He'll change the world for the good thing he's found If she is bad, he can't see it She can do no wrong, turn his back on his best friend if he put her down.
17: (laughs) Still to this day, one of my career highlights. What a legend. Percy Sledge, who has died at the age of 74 following liver cancer.
6: No, I just realized the cheering sounds really inappropriate. The cheering's not we're not cheering we're not cheering the loss, of course, Justin. We're
17: celebrating that man's fantastic we're career and when a man loves a woman, how doing. many parties have you been to and that's come on it is one of the best songs of all time he wrote that song but incredibly as i said there he gave away the rights to that song it would have made him a millionaire but he gave them away
6: ladies and gentlemen what have you given away that you'd uh, wish you kept i know one thing i've given away that i wish i kept warm and tender love yeah yeah <laughs> wish i'd kept that <laughs> thank you justin thank you boss speak to you later on take care Ta-ta. uh what you got in the papes catherine
8: a dog Hey, go on. Bulldog Winston's hatred of junk mail has sent postmen running for cover. Yeah. After the Seven Stone Pets attacks, the Royal Mail... Mm.
6: Time out. Hold it. Rewind. Uh, why am I being the nice, sensible one today? I don't know. You know that the, 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 the comedy of the postman and the dog is actually is a really serious threat, and yeah. lots of postmen get seriously yeah. injured by this.
8: Yeah, these aren't my words. They're the words of the Daily
6: Mail. OK, you could temper the tone. Just be a bit more respectful for those postmen that we've lost in service. Hmm?
8: You know what we need to do. Hit Coldplay.
6: I can't hit Coldplay, cos I don't know where it is. I don't know where it is. That's the chat. How did you do that? Oh, it's there. Go on. No, cos you're being disrespectful to the Postman.
8: You said I needed to be more serious. This is how you be more serious. Go, go. Bulldog Winston's hatred of junk mail has sent postmen running for cover. After the Seven Stone Pets attacks, the Royal Mail declared the streets around him a no-go zone though his owner says he's just playful. And now two-year-old Winston is being evicted. Civil action by the Housing Association means owner Haley Sandford, 30, must find a new home for him by April 30th. The court ruling will come as a blessing to residents of 60 homes in Blackburn who've had to make a four-mile round trip to collect post for the past 14 months. Miss Sandford said... Winston did jump up at the postman, but he's a very bouncy, playful little thing, and he forgets how
11: big he is. Warm and tender
17: love. There we go, indeed. That's, that's what they're showing. That's
6: story. Front page of the Daily Mail. Why do so many women celebrities have giant feet? <laughs> do they? This is why you've never made it in showbiz, Kelly. You've got tiny uh, feet. Yeah. Why do so many women celebrities have giant feet? We turn to pages 22 and 23 to uh, to find out exactly why do why? so many women celebrities have giant feet. Why are we turning
8: feet? the page? Why?
6: March of the Bigfoot Celebs. Why do so many famous women have such monster feet? It's not big feet now. They've grown to monster feet. Kate Winslet, size nine. What? Jerry Hall, size
9: ten and a half. What's the size of my leg.
6: Elle Macpherson, size ten. Katie Holmes, size nine and a half. Scarlett Johansson, size nine and a half. Sandra Bullock, size nine and a half. Paltrow. Okay, let's play. What size are Paltrow's feet?
16: Eleven.
6: Catherine? Oh, you're looking at it. Nine. Well, you can't look at it. Jolie. Now, Jolie, I would have thought would have had massive feet. Eight and a half. Nine. Oh. Thurman. Now, Thurman, as we all know, has got oh, man's uh, hands.
16: Yes. I reckon she's ten. Nine. Nine's not
6: that big. What, well, are they all nine? Nine. But hang on, blanche has got a size nine feet. She's only five foot seven. She looked like a clown. Anyway. Jolie's only five foot six and a half. I've kissed her. And, well, she said, actually, and she said she thought I was funny. Looking. She
0: said you thought she thought you smelt funny.
6: No, she said I think I think I think you're really funny. And I went, yeah, you know. She uh,
16: thought you're a Richard Bacon. Yeah, she did. Funny guy. Gwinny's
6: only five foot seven, Gwinny. Um Sandra Bullock's only five foot six. Hey! Scarlett Johansson Scarlett johansson has got size nine and a half feet. How tall is she? Five six. Five three. <gasps> Five She's foot tiny. three.
8: Isn't that tiny? I like that. Isn't that I'm tiny? I'm so glad the man had devoted two pages to this.
6: Well, it, it, it answers why
1: do so many
6: women celebrities have giant feet?
1: Travel news for bats, birds, and bugs.
12: BBC Three Counties Radio. On the M. Anti clockwise. There are hour long delays from junction 26 Wartham Abbey to junction 23 for the A1M. It's because of a lane closed by an accident between a car and a lorry. On the M1 southbound, it's very slow from junction 12 for Flittick to junction 9 for Redbourne. And it's also busy on the M40 towards London between junction 5 for Stoke and Church and 4 for the High Wycombe Handycross roundabouts. It's also busy in High Wycombe on the A40 London Road and both directions in and out of High Wycombe. And in Aylesbury, the Buckingham Road's looking very slow between the Western Link. Road and Elmhurst Road. There's still no problems though showing up on the train departure boards. Samantha the breath, BBC Three Counties Radio.
2: It's eight o'clock, I'm Simon Oxley. The headlines, police criticised after death of Aylesbury woman, Lib Dems and UKIP to launch election manifestos and wins for MK Dons, Wickham and Stevenage. BBC Three Counties Radio. Thames Valley Police has been criticised for failing to respond to a woman's emergency call on time. Susan James was found dead when police arrived at her Buckinghamshire home six hours after her initial call. More from Danny Bailey.
3: The 44-year-old woman was found dead at her home in Aylesbury by officers on the 13th of September 2014. She dialled 999 at midnight but due to a shortage of staff, a lack of training and other incidents taking priority, a police unit did not attend her address until 5.40 the following morning. The Independent Police Complaints Commission investigated the incident and concluded that staffing and training of control room operators at Thames Valley Police was inadequate. The force says more staff have now been recruited and extra training will take place as a result.
2: The Liberal Democrats and UKIP launched their election manifestos today. The Lib Dems have said they will spend more on education than the other major parties, with Nick Clegg promising an extra £2.5 billion of schools funding by 2020. UKIP leader Nigel Farage will say that establishment parties have repeatedly let down voters as he sets out measures on Europe health and defence. The Royal College of Nursing says the lack of qualified community nurses in the east of England is scandalous. A BBC East investigation has found more than 900 full-time nurses have been lost across the region since 2010. NHS England says the training of nurses is currently being reviewed, but Karen Webb from the Royal College of Nursing says that's not enough.
5: Health Education England has a huge budget um, of money to provide for training, but it's up to the providers, the trusts out there, to uh, to to bid for 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 training so what they've done is they've concentrated on training other groups of staff and not qualified nurses
2: a 24-year-old man who failed to receive a vital injection at birth at the Luton and Dunstable Hospital has won over £7 million damages from the NHS at the High Court. The man, who has not been named for legal reasons, was left disabled after the hospital failed to tell his mother of the importance of vitamin K. Four people have been arrested at Manchester Airport on suspicion of terrorism offences. Greater Manchester Police say the arrests were part of the investigation, which began when nine members of the same family were stopped by the Turkish authorities on the Syrian border. In sport, Milton Keynes Dons are just three points away from an automatic promotion place after a 3 0 win at Fleetwood, coupled with a draw for rivals Preston. Wickham remain on course for promotion after a stoppage-time win over Exeter.
6: In comes Paul Hayes, right-footed. It's there! Wickham Wanderers two, Exeter City one. Paul Hayes has given Wickham the lead here
7: and surely the three points in the battle for promotion.
2: Stevenage looks set for a playoff place after a one 0 win over Portsmouth Luton remain in playoff contention after a goalless draw at Dagenham despite playing over half the game with 10 men the weather another warm and sunny day maximum temperature 23 degrees Celsius and you can get the latest news and sport online at bbc.co.uk/3 counties
6: Morning, team. Ian Lee, BBC Three Counties Radio. What a busy morning we've had. Where have you been inappropriately bullied? I got beaten up by beaten up. I mean, I had my ear punched while I was sat in the audience of Cracker Jack. Bits and pieces we have, Catherine. We fired out so many, I forgot to write them on the whiteboard.
8: People that made you go funny.
6: Oh, yes, Bonnie Langford exudes uh, the the sexual frequency that I can't even begin to describe. It's interdimensional. It's incredible. You go in the room with Bonnie Langford, and you're a gentleman, and oh, you come out an hour later, and you don't remember a single thing of it. 08459
1: 455 555.
6: Across Beds, Hearts and Bucks.
1: This is BBC Three Counties Radio. Have we got
8: any Texas? Yeah, Tony. Let's
0: have
1: some Texas and then we'll uh, Tony, tack up with this.
8: Tony says, J-Dog made me go, ooh. Oh. When I bumped into him in the street, I couldn't get my words out, I went all idiot. Yeah. Another guy I met made me feel the same, Ian Lee. I met him at Luton train station.
6: I've never been to Luton train station. I stood there like a
8: nutter for ten minutes just to shake his hand. Ian, can I stroke your hair? Are you and J Dog brothers? Tony, who is easily pleased.
6: Tony, I've 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 never been to Luton train station, and there is a gentleman that goes there occasionally and impersonates me. And I'm sorry to say that that that.
8: Oh, that. train station, Ian.
6: Yeah, train station, Ian. That's that's. I would never. I would never use a train. For goodness sakes, I've. Uh, James to drive me around the pop group
8: Uh math in Hanslope says can you please keep talking about Madonna as I'm off to the bookies to put 10 pounds on her passing away in the next 10 days due to the breakfast show curse
6: oh <laughs> the breakfast show curse yes it, 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 it's magic could be working again it's powerful
8: hello Ian I take a nine and a half shoe but us big-footed ladies get our money's worth because ladies who take size three pay the same price as us says Paula
6: more, more leather for your buck
8: also you probably get better shoes in the sale because all the ones of, you know, regular-sized
6: feet go, normal don't people, they? Normal people, yeah, normal people, yeah. Yeah,
8: yeah, I was, um, I used to work in a shoe shop, and I used to envy the ones who had either tiny feet or massive ones. Just a little insight into my life.
6: That was a really good story, mate, thank you. You finished? Yes, I think so.
8: Across beds,
0: hearts and bucks.
1: This is Ian Lee.
0: BBC Three Counties Radio.
1: have
6: criticised Thames Valley Police for the time it took to respond to a call from a woman who was eventually found dead. Susan James dialled 999 but didn't speak. Six hours later officers went to her home in Aylesbury where it seems she'd taken her own life. Well, An investigation by the Independent Police Complaints Commission said that staffing and training of control room operators was inadequate. Joined now by Peter Naverud who is the former Chief Constable of Thames Valley Police. Morning Peter, what's your reaction to this?
23: Well, I, I think was the most telling piece in the in the report is the is the, the quote from the sergeant who was on that night who sent a memo to his senior managers at five in the morning uh, saying oh, that was the, the staffing was so short that I thought the wheel would probably come off, uh, and of course it did. Um, it's I mean it's just the, the simple mechanics of that night as you read the report through. A, a kidnap incident, uh, a, a vulnerable missing person, and a sudden death, all happening within a short space of time. Oh,
6: well, it was a busy night for the police, yeah. It, it was a busy night, and
23: uh, and with only one radio operator uh, in the control room, and probably, by the look of it, only three units out on the ground, but just did, the maths just didn't add up.
6: The, the radio operator did... Um It could be said that the radio operator, or the the person taking the call, made a mistake by grading this as urgent and not immediate. Is that down to, is that just one of those judgment calls that was wrong? Is that down to (laughs) bad training? What what, what do you think the problem is there, Peter?
23: I think the the investigation report very fairly concluded that it was a perfectly reasonable judgment to make, given the the 30-second snatch of the call that the operator could listen to. So... And given the scale of busyness that was going on around them, I mean, 30 seconds is quite a long time when you've got all that going on on the radio.
6: Where, if anywhere, Peter, do you think improvements need to be made? Well, the
23: the thing this particular incident puts into sharp relief is the impact of taking another 400 officers and, and staff out of Thames Valley Police over the next four years. Uh, because if if that night, if you, if on that night you'd taken out uh, a, you know another three officers, which is my working out of the equivalent of what would be happening at that uh, at that moment in Aylesbury, uh, not only would you not have coped with uh, with trying to get to the incident that you didn't get to, but you certainly certainly would have struggled to cope with the other three.
6: How do you suggest they, they meet the savings then that all all police forces are having to meet?
23: Well. Uh, I think I mean even even the uh, conservative uh, police and crime commissioner is admitting that the the next phase of cuts can only be met by taking out uh, bodies mm. because because a lot of the uh, of them, and I know this very well. I know the budget very well. There, there comes a point where you know there just aren't savings you can make from the back office because you have to have uh, an, inf- an infrastructure and a back office to run a force of the scale of uh, of Thames Valley. so therefore, you're having to pluck bodies off the front line, and at that point, these gaps will start getting worse.
6: Are you suggesting, Peter, that with with uh, with more cuts and uh, which will inevitably mean less uh, officers, that, that lives could be put in danger?
23: Well, you, I would recommend anyone to read this report through, and then take the take and then take the uh, the 400 officers out. Uh, that is the clear implication of this report. Once you start. Uh, getting down to the kind of levels of resources here, you will not be able to resource some calls. And you know, if that call happens to be someone who's, in this, as in this case, uh, it, it, uh, an, a, a significant risk, or indeed it could have been a domestic violence incident, then you are definitely going to be having to take, having to, to to compromise public safety.
6: Peter, uh, it's a depressing thought, but it's it's always good to talk to you. Thanks for your time. Okay. Thank thanks. you, Peter. Peter Neuber, a former chief constable of Thames Valley Police.
0: Across beds, hearts and bucks.
1: This is Ian Lee.
0: BBC Three Counties Radio. Uh,
1: 08459
6: four double five five double five. The Daily Mail. Hey, if you're feeling a bit down, guys, don't worry. The Daily Mail uh, has the uh, secret of happiness. Oh, I've just opened the page. It's clean sheets. It is nice. It is
8: nice, but it's nice for what? until you wake up the next morning and then they're dirty. My pillow is a disgrace. Yeah? I really need to change that. What do you do to it? Well, it would seem I'm not taking my makeup off off thoroughly.
6: Oh, your face is on there in the morning?
8: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can see where my eyes were. I'm
6: going to do clean sheets today. I need to buy a new duvet cover. My duvet cover got ripped to pieces. Oh, really? Toenails. Oh. We often hear it is actually the simplest things in life that are the best. Mm. Sorry? Sorry, I just... What are you doing? What are toenails. You... What about them? I've C- got Cut toner. them, they're like talons. I, well, I, I peel them, I pick them. What? What was that for? Mm-hmm. I've got a nice little collection on my bedside table at the moment. You don't cut them. Where's the, where's the pleasure in that? The pleasure is you get yourself into some kind of yogic position and you... Oh, you can bite yours Look, mm-hmm. um, and you right. you 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 get them the right length. You peel them. Away. Very, very satis, very satisfying. Here we go. Is there anything more satisfying than um, uh, what would you say? What would you call that? What peeling your nails off? Yeah, but it's not. That's not the phrase. F- picking isn't the right now Anyway, but p- yeah, what would you call? Th- what's the what's the descriptive term? The dirty
8: verb? habits. Call me now. Oh, eight four five nine affordable No, 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 no. What's yeah. the
6: verb for cutting your toenails but not cutting them? You're using your fingers. M- manual pedicures. Is there anything more satisfying than getting a big nail? You've got to take a while, because the, the, the nail on the big toe, that's, that's like um, like bone, almost. Uh, and Thank you, Kelly. And you get, you, once you get that, you get purchase on that, and you're away. Beautiful. Beautiful. Is there anything more satisfying than doing that? Be careful. If you get too big a chunk, it pulls off into the flesh. We often hear it's actually the simplest things in life that are best. And it seems to be true. With sleeping in bed, which is fr- uh, a bed which is freshly made, coming top in a list of things that make us feel great. Hmm, really? Oh, that's a bit loud, wasn't it? Um, almost two thirds of the people asked said that the feeling of fresh sheets is one of their favourite feel-good moments. It is nice. Second up was feeling the sun in your face. Oh, get real, guys. What is this, 1967 man? While third place went to people... While third place went to people saying thank you. Oh, for crying out loud. The survey... Um, uh, the top 50 also contained... Who-, who was asked? 12-year-old girls and unicorns. The top 50 also contained rainbows. Flipping eight rainbows. Oh, I love rainbows. Makes me so happy. How can a, how can um a, a prism make you happy? How can the breakdown of light into its base elements make you happy? I mean, really.
8: Nice colours, though, isn't it? Oh, yeah, no,
16: nice,
8: yeah.
6: no. Yeah.
8: I like it when you get a double one. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Bubble that's wrap special.
6: and dancing like no one is watching. I can dig that one. Meanwhile, oh, this is you, Catherine. 11% of people enjoy having new stationery. <laughs> oh, yes, I do. Well, and I like this one. One in ten are made happy by the pop of opening a new jam jar. Of course, the greatest of all of those things, breaking the seal of the coffee. Oh, yeah. Breaking the seal of okay, the coffee.
8: get a life. Sorry. What? What's
6: yours, smoking a doobie? Yeah. Dropping a few tabs yes. while watching Orbital live in concert.
8: Yeah, all of those. This is a what joke. Don't try this at home, kids. Don't ever
6: watch The Orbital live in concert. They are as dull as a hedge.
8: Are they the Orbital or just
6: Orbital? I'm thinking of... um, um, You're
8: thinking of the Ukraine. I'm thinking
6: of the Benilux countries. I've just worked out what Benilux means. I worked out this morning. Is it um, Belgium, Netherlands and Luxembourg?
1: Yes. Is it? Yeah.
6: Had you not known that until I just said it?
8: I'm not. I you had thi- you. I don't think about Benny. You don't an awful see lot.
6: the. W- I tell you, what, you don't see the word Benny anymore. Not since the demise of um, It's a Knockout. And I'd not even thought of the word Benelux until last night when I was watching um, Stardust, starring David Essex, filmed in the 70s. Yes. And you see the back of a truck, and it says Benelux. And I thought, I've not seen the word Benelux for ages. And then it got me thinking, I don't know what Benelux is. Then on the way in, uh, um, 4.42, I know the time exactly, 4.42 on Wednesday, the um, um, uh, 15th of April, I worked out that Benelux is Belgium, Netherlands and Luxembourg, and boy oh boy was I happy.
1: Travel news for beds, cards and bugs.
12: BBC Three Counties Radio. On the M25 anti-clockwise, there are hour-long delays from junction 26, Waltham Abbey, to 23 for the A1M because of an accident, and that's involving a car and a lorry, so it's causing it to be really slow. On the M1 southbound, it's busy between junction 11 for Dunstable Road and nine for Redbourne, as after an accident much earlier round this morning. And the M40 towards London's busy between junction five for Stokenchurch and, and four for the High Wycombe Handycross about. It's busy in High Wycombe as well though on the A40 London Road in both directions and the A1 southbound at Borenwood has queues between the Holiday Inn and the Stirling Corner. Looking at the train departure boards so though there are no major delays showing up there at the moment. Samantha Brough, BBC Three Counties Radio.
6: Thank you Sammy. 8.16, it's Wednesday the 15th of May. Today is the day I worked out at 4:41am, what Benilux means. I think. Have I got that right? But then you've got um, the Netherlands. Is the Netherlands is the Netherlands a country? Holland. See, that's not a country then. So how could you put countries? How could you make up a shortened word for various countries when one of the words is actually a shortened word for for loads of countries? There's another one as um, as um, uh, well. There probably is. Yeah. yeah okay. Dems Valley Police has been criticised for failing to respond to a woman's emergency call on time. She was found uh, later found dead at her Aylesbury home. The Liberal Democrats and UKIP launched their election manifestos today. And in football, there were wins last night for MK Dons, Wickham and Stevenage. BBC
0: <laughs> Three Counties Radio. Oh. Look at you.
6: Someone's been in the garden. Yeah. Oh, yes. Darker skin, lighter hair. Yeah. JVS has been in the garden. Yes. Darker well,
13: skin, lighter. not your hair go blonde? Is it? My hair does go blonde. Isn't that funny? Side. Yes. Sunkist. You've been sunkist. sunkist. Thanks. That's why I can never... Because you're always so your miserable. My cheeks have been sunburnt. You're so miserable Sorry? about good weather. I hate it. I know. And I can't understand why. There's nothing lovelier <laughs> than being out in the garden. There I is. I did some gardening yesterday. I cut my grass. I planted my seeds for my vegetables.
6: Slippin' oh, I went to bed at half past five.
13: <laughs> I did. It did brilliant. You? It was brilliant. In that lovely evening. Yep. Yeah, shut the curtains. My dad came over. We went for a pint at the pub. Then oh, I did I in did bangers it. and mash. Sat in the garden. The lovely. bangers and mash sounds nice. The rest of it sounds awful. Oh, I don't like. The rest not, of it
6: sounds awful. I, Your life sounds awful. As I drive it in, in the mornings now, mm. it's getting light. Beautiful. I know what to do when it's cold. I put on my layers. There are only so many layers I can take off when it's hot right you're wearing a, a jumper f- and a
17: t-shirt just get a fan
6: oh, flipping it. you and your electrical gadgets to change your body temperature it's either a fan or a heater that's what you it tends to be what you go you're never you're never happy so you're so today you're so today
13: so today on this beautiful on this beautiful day <laughs> yes you won't be out enjoying it no no,
6: I, no why would i <laughs> it'd be horrible what will you be doing um, probably going to stay indoors and Inside? read. Oh. Yeah, do God. some work on the computer. Listen Ian, to some records. Go lie in the garden. Oh, mate! No, I hate the garden. Also, if I make use of the garden, then I um, have to uh, do some of the work in the garden. And I'm not. I can't. Be, I don't like gardening. Don't like. I hate mowing the lawn. My least favorite thing in the world is mowing the lawn. And do you know what? I'm never going to mow a lawn again as long as I live. I'm never going to do
13: it. What kind of mower have you got? Um, it's an orange one. Fly mow i don't think you, it's necessary yeah, okay, yeah you, you want to get yourself a nice petrol cylinder <sighs> mower that uh, that gives a beautiful line uh, and then and then when you look out of your window it's just your kitchen face the back garden or the, uh, the living room the living room does so when you sit in your living room look out in the garden and you've yeah. got your lovely stripy lawn oh. you'll think oh that's beautiful i'll
6: draw the curtains because it gets the sun shines on the
13: tv and i can't watch films oh God. What's on your show this morning? Coming up on this morning's Big Phone In from 9, do you have any sympathy with Thames Valley police for not attending Susan's 999 call? I know it's the story you've yes. been talking about this morning. Very interesting it is, too. Police watchdogs have criticised Thames Valley police for the time it took to respond to a call from a woman who was eventually found dead. Susan James dialed 999 but didn't speak. Six hours later, officers went to her home in Aylesbury, where it appears she'd taken her own life. The call handler categorised the 30-second call, uh, which was almost silent, as urgent but not immediate, as there was no history of emergency calls from the house. We now know officers were dispatched before six hours, but their vehicle was diverted to an emergency elsewhere on what was a very busy night. Mm, yeah, we just heard. Well, from 9 this morning, I'd like your reaction to this story. Do you have any sympathy with Thames Valley Police for not attending Susan's 999 call? I'd like your reaction to this on 08459 555.
0: Roberto Peroni on BBC Three Counties
6: Radio. Tip top etiquette expert William Hansen, who is not a fan of politicians oversharing.
14: Oh, good afternoon, Roberto. I feel slightly nauseous about <laughs> <laughs> that
0: music. <laughs> every weekday
15: from three.
13: Let's talk to Harriet Harman, the leader of the Labour Party.
15: We've been in Bedford and
14: Cambridge and
15: we've had very interesting discussions. Let's
13: talk cold callers. Do you have a tried
14: and tested method of getting rid of cold callers? You've
13: got to make up a word before you go on the phone and so can fit that word in without them really. The most time.
14: Saying Om um, actually helps you feel calmer.
15: Did you believe this? Definitely. And since I read that, I've been doing it, and I'm well chilled. Roberto
0: Caroni, <laughs> weekdays from three on BBC Three Counties Radio.
6: Morning, Kiri. Morning. That was the chair. I need to get this chair WD40 because it's getting noisier and noisier. What have you got for us this morning, Kerry?
18: <laughs> well, you know that Justin was on just before doing that montage. Yeah. Is your Madden sorry? TV.
6: Are you in the same room as your telephone?
18: I am, but I need to look at my phone to see the words that I'm going to read to you.
6: <laughs> Whoa, have you written a poem? A song. You've written a song?
18: Yeah, for Justin.
6: Hey, hey go on then. All right, well, do it nice and loud. Why have you written a song for Justin?
18: Because you know that when A Man Loves A Woman was on just now?
6: Yeah.
18: Well, I decided that there was a song I should write because I think Justin's lovely. About Justin, and um, I can't oh, sing, so I'll try my
6: best. Have you ever met Justin?
18: Um, I've driven past him and just, like, ogled at him. And You've done what like... at him?
6: <laughs> Drawled, I suppose. Oh, really? I... Oh, no, Kiri, really?
9: He's gorgeous.
6: Why? What? T- tell us what's so gorgeous about Justin Dealey.
18: He's just good-looking, sexy, everything about him's lovely.
6: Um okay right I will tell you what then let's uh, oh dear, what's the song called Kerry so, so sexy <laughs> <It's> such a <laughs> 70s oh it's so sexy I was ruling at him <laughs> uh, to, what's the song called Kerry
18: When a woman loves Justin
6: <laughs> 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 oh, oh dear, we've got a guest lined up for a very serious story and she's thinking, oh my God, what am I getting involved with it? <laughs> when a Woman Loves Justin by Kiri. All right, Kiri, let's hear it nice and loud so we can hear you, please.
18: OK. When a woman loves Justin, they can't concentrate. He is such a sexy guy. You can hear him every day on the radio then life becomes perfect and justin you're the best
6: there you go and life becomes perfect (laughs) and justin you're the best yeah it's
18: just it's just obvious really about justin are you are you married kiri do you have a partner I am, but he's not listening, so if Justin's free, that's it, I'm on my way.
17: Justin, are you free? Uh, well, I'm <gasps> taken, but uh, I have to say I, I very much appreciate that song. Lovely words. Thank you so much. That, that, um, that means the world to me. Oh, I've, got,
6: I've got to ask you to do this, <laughs> Kiri. Can you what? sing it to Justin, please?
18: But Now, nah, hang on then, one it's second, let me get the words back
6: on. You're <laughs> singing, I'm, I'm going, Catherine, Kelly and I, we're not listening, everybody at home <laughs> has switched off, uh, it doesn't work on phones, <laughs> has switched off their radio, this is just you Kiri and Justin Dealey, away you go.
18: Okay, Justin, this is just for you only. Thank you. <laughs> when a woman loves Justin, they can't concentrate. He is such a sexy guy. You can hear him every day <laughs> on the radio. Then life becomes perfect. <laughs> and Justin, you're the best.
17: I love that line about life becomes perfect. Wow. It
18: does. See, just so you know, when you stand outside the studio and there's this woman that drives really slowly past, mm. it's always me, I'm sorry.
17: No, don't apologise for that. <laughs> just, um, Just keep on looking. Thank you very much. Um,
18: Next time I'll open the door and maybe
17: you'll jump in. <laughs> maybe not, but uh, keep looking. <laughs> Thank <laughs> you Thank very Thank you, Kiri, weirdo. Bye-bye.
1: Across
0: beds, hearts and bucks.
1: This is Ian Lee.
0: BBC Three Counties Radio.
6: Now, goodness knows what our next guest thinks listening to that nonsense. The lack of district nurses in our region has been described as scandalous by the Royal College of Nursing. More than 1,800 community nurses have been lost over the past four years, meaning more and more people are ending up in hospital, often taking up beds when it's not necessary. Actually, that figure of 1,800 is incorrect, isn't it? Is it? Catherine, is that the figure that was corrected earlier on? Yeah, 900. 900, thank you. More than 900 community nurses have been lost over the past four years, meaning more and more people are ending up in hospital, often taking up beds when it's not necessary for them to be there. But how realistic is it for people to be looked after at home with the help of a local district nurse? Uh, Colette McEaveney, regular on the show, Director of Age Concern Luton. Morning, Colette. Morning, Ian. You're not going to burst into song, are you?
24: No, I don't know how I follow that
6: one. No, I? No, no, <laughs> no, nor do I. I think it's best if we just ignore it. I won't try. Why do you think there is a lack of community nurses?
24: I mean, I think there's lots of different reasons here. For a start, we've got um, lots of competing priorities for NHS cash, and obviously we've got training priorities for staff who are employed to look after people. And we've got a rate of change that's really really fast with people leaving the profession and new people not coming in at the same rate. So it's a big picture problem.
6: It is and it, it, you we talk about funding because this is kind of going to has been suggested will be a key thing for a long long time keeping people out of hospitals out of GPs even and, and looking after people at home and allowing people to stay at home. Yeah. So I, one would have thought that this would have been a priority for funding.
24: You're right. I mean In a way, it's kind of obvious that if you've got a really big plan, you need to think it through really carefully and think, what resources am I going to need to make that plan happen? And if we are saying as a society, we have got a really big plan about not having people in care, but looking after them in their own homes with the right people, the right qualified people, able to help um, take good care of people with complicated and you know really difficult health problems then we need a really good workforce to be able to do that and
6: ultimately if you're keeping people out of hospital you're saving money it's an investment isn't it
24: well yeah but it's also the right thing to do isn't it i mean i think it's you know the saving money argument you need to sit down and look at all the books and that and i'm never so sure that some of these arguments make sense when you start to strip them down but here's the reality if we're saying as a society optimum care is delivered in your own home rather than a care home with the right people around you then we need to make sure we've got people with those skills and plenty of them you know the right the right amount of it's no good having one that sees you once every six weeks you need them to see you on the frequency you need them to see you um but you can't do that without investing and saying, OK, that's a big priority. We need to put in place the training plans that are going to make sure that in five years and ten years there are people still able to do that job.
6: We, we spoke to a gentleman last week whose dad is a 94-year-old, I think, war hero who's, yeah. who's possibly going to have to move into a care home because there isn't enough funding to, to look after him at home. Um, explain to us why it's so important for, for people to, to stay at home if they want to.
24: I mean, I think again, we're all adults, and we all have an idea that none of us really want to set, to end our lives at all, if at all possible, in hospital or in a care home. We want to stay at home among our own things, with our families nearby, and supported in the community. And I, I think generally most people would agree with that. The reality is that if you've got a lot of health problems, you know, you're going to need a lot of support, and it might be difficult to deliver that with the existing you know, premises that you live in and also the staff that are available to look after you. So, so this is really it. If we're saying we want this massive change where more people can live at home, then we have to be prepared to invest in community-based staff with the right training, not just today, but into the future, 5, 10, 15 years, you know, because people with disabilities might live for a relatively long period mm. of time.
6: Claire, always good to talk to you. I appreciate your time. Thank you. Thank you, Ian. Thank you very much. Clare McKeaveney, Director of
1: Age Concern, Luton. <laughs>
12: There is still serious hour-long delays on the M25 anti-clockwise from Junction 26 for Altham Abbey to 23 for the A1M because of an accident. And anti-clockwise on the M25, there are queues between Junction 17 for Maple Cross and 16 for the M40 as well. In Kings Langley, it's also really busy on the A41 southbound at the M25, Junction 20. And in Chestnut on the A10 southbound, that's very busy between the New River Trading Estate and the M25. It's also looking slow in Stevenage on Broadhall Way in both directions at Gunnels Wood. Road near the football ground, and in Luton on Vauxhall Way, that's very busy between Hitchin Road and Crawley Green Road. But there's no reports of any problems on the trains at the moment. Samantha Bruff, BBC Three Counties Radio.
6: Life becomes perfect. A line written about Justin Deely.
1: Across beds, hearts, and bugs.
0: This is BBC's Three Counties Radio.
2: It's 8.30, I'm Simon Oxley. Thames Valley Police say control room operators will receive extra training after the force was criticised for failing to respond to a woman's emergency call on time. An inquest will take place today into the death of Luton Estate agent Mark Davey, who died in a crash on the A6 in Bedfordshire last September. And the Liberal Democrats and UKIP launched their election manifestos this morning. Three County Sports.
0: BBC Three Counties Radio.
2: A dramatic night of league football. Milton Keynes Dons are just three points away from an automatic promotion place in League One after a three-nil win at Fleetwood, coupled with a draw for 2nd place Preston. Lewis Baker, Will Grigg, and Deli Ali scored second-half goals for Cole Robinson's side. We believe in ourselves immensely, but so do Preston, so do Swindon.
14: They all believe in themselves as well. Do me an awful lot of nerves going on now. Twelve points to fight for. Three in it out of the four games they've got to play. Three are on the road. One's at home, and that's the Swindon. So a lot of football. A lot of football.
2: And. Uh... Um we know how hard every single game's gonna be. Yeah, we're excited by it. In League Two, Wickham remain on course for automatic promotion after a stoppage time penalty from Paul Hayes.
20: Gave them a 2-1 win over Exeter. Here's manager Gareth Ainsworth. What a nerve from the captain, you know, and what a penalty. On chances, I think we deserved it. On possession, maybe not. They had a lot of possession, they crossed got a lot of good crosses in there, some good players and some good football. And we played the three up front, the risky formation, as I've said we're gonna do. We had the good chances, the better chances, and uh well, What a way to do it on a, on a Tuesday night, thank goodness that jinx is gone. Stevenage looks
2: set to claim a playoff place after an early goal from Tom Pett gave Graham Westley's side a 1-0 win over
21: Portsmouth. I thought our, our lads with the lead were dogged, were resilient, um, we're determined, we scored the goal from a set play that won the game and you know we've managed to grind the three points out. So over the 90 minutes I think the d- that lads deserve credit for a lot of determination and a, and a very positive attitude to the game.
2: And Luton are three points away from the playoff places with three games to play after a goalless draw at Dagenham but John Stills side played over half the game with ten men after Paul Benson was sent
21: off.
19: Whatever we do we've got to win three games so let's go Saturday and try and win three games. It's as simple as that, we'll give everything we've got. You know, The boys have been marvellous. And um, you know, I'm really proud of them today. So let's give us let's give us a little boost. Let's go again, and let's have a go at it. You know, I've got... I'm looking forward to it. I like saying, see, I'm really looking forward to this. Three, game, three big games, come and have a go.
2: Tonight, Watford go to Nottingham Forest in the Championship. There's full commentary in Three Counties Sport from seven. The Hornets are fourth after wins last night for fellow automatic promotion hopefuls Bournemouth, Norwich and Middlesbrough. And the West Indies will resume later on 155 for four on day three of the first test in Antigua. That's in reply to England's 399. BBC Three Counties News and Sports. the next full bulletin is at nine.
6: Hang on, hang on a minute, that's the wrong thing, hang on a minute, hang on a minute.
2: It's not what I meant at all, was it? No,
6: what I meant, um was this.
7: There's a voice that keeps on calling me Down the road, it's where I'll all always... I'll just keep moving on Down this road That never seems to end When you adventure lies just around the bend So if you want to join me For a while Just grab your hat Come travel like that's hobo style Maybe tomorrow i want to settle down Until tomorrow Oh
6: in Hatfield. Good morning, Stephen. Good morning,
14: Ian. Stephen, what you got for us? Yeah, I was just listening to this, the, the police not attending to this lady that 999 999. Um, I'm going back to February. Well, they did tend made... to her, but it took a, it took a while to it, get there. It took a while. I'm going back to February. I phoned, I was assaulted while I was at work. Uh, I was out driving a van. I had all the windows smashed on the van. Oh. Glass cuts to my face. We I had four different people phone 999 on that occasion. Yeah. Four witnesses, plus myself. Five and a half hours I sat there. The police never attended. Oh. We did put a complaint in and their excuse was it was staffing levels and because I refused the ambulance, it was downgraded because I didn't need an ambulance. But I mean, this, this person that had done this was 250 yards parked down the road. And I was absolutely, I mean, and what worries me is if this is the way the policing is going to carry on in this country, how serious does it have to be before they decide they're going to attend? And it was the call centre was deciding that oh, we don't need to send someone. Uh, whose, whose
6: fault is it, do you think, Stephen?
14: Well, I, 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 well, I don't know. I, I really don't know. I mean, when you speak to the police you do have a bit of sympathy for them because they're saying, "Look, we just haven't got the staff." This was a This was 10:30 on a Sunday morning. You wouldn't think it'd be that busy, emergency-wise, at 10:30 on a Sunday morning. Uh, but they just haven't got the staff. And it's. I just sat there, and I, I. mean, I had four weeks off work because I was too scared to drive.
6: Blimey! What? What?
14: So uh, what? What happened? Some,
6: What? You cut someone up? But uh, you done something perceived? Uh, that he, he perceived you did something wrong to him on the
14: road? Well, this is what this is what I struggled with. I was driving up. It was at Norwich Road. This idiot came towards me, absolutely tanking. I pulled over and stopped. He went past me with all four wheels locked up because he was at high speed. Yeah. And I just. I didn't do a thing. I just looked in my mirror and I thought, what an idiot. And carried on. Got to the crossroads. Next thing I know, he's overtook me. Jumped out of the car, smashed all the windows on the van, jumped back in his car and shot. And I said to the police, "I said, well, you know, if you've stuck your hand out the window and had to go. You've antagonised it. And I, I struggled with the fact that I hadn't antagonised it. I actually stopped. Yeah. And it was, and he was just. And the, the police. They, I mean, the guy's been done. He's been. Everything's been sorted out. But I had to go to the complaints commission. And their excuse was, we just haven't got the staff. Well. How serious does it have to be? I mean, I could have been someone with a patient. I could have had a heart attack and died. And oh, they just don't... There was just no... Well...
6: It, well... The, uh, yeah, these kind of I could have... I, I don't quite buy... Why well, it was. It sounds like a serious incident, I don't buy into these I could have had a heart attack and died. Because if you had had a heart attack, then an ambulance would have come and then the police would have come.
14: That's it, yeah. No, but it's like... it's. But, no, it, that, yeah, it, it
6: does sound pretty uh, t- terrifying. It was, a,
14: that was horrific. It was horrific. I mean, the, the, the guy... I mean, all the com- other complainants have all complained about, his driving, so, I mean, the guy had no... He's just a, He's just a lunatic. Yeah. But, I mean, that was, it just worries me that the police never attended. This guy was down there. I said, what if you guys come back and have another go? I can't go anywhere. I'm still here on my own in the middle of nowhere. Stephen it sounds horrible
6: I appreciate you sharing your story with us this morning thank you oh eight four five nine four double five five double five
8: had a text through uh, an anonymous text I'm a nine 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 operator in the three counties for another emergency service I'm surprised this hasn't happened sooner I deal with the police on a daily basis and their prioritization of calls leaves a lot to be desired many cases of numerous units being sent to incidents of a less serious nature and sometimes none to a life risk if I need the police assistance I would ring my own control room rather than the police as I know that my call would be dealt with by someone who knew what they were doing and the correct details would definitely be passed I have no faith in the police as a member of the public or the emergency services
6: gulp anything uh, any other Texas yeah I Helen
8: Thames Valley Police mm. Morning, Helen. interesting that no one ever suggests removing any of the deputy assistant senior administration staff at headquarters only cutting frontline and control room staff levels says Helen in Milton Keynes uh, and, uh, yeah, uh, we've got another one through here from uh, Ev boasting about being uh, og- ogled by a woman. Ogled? A famous woman. Do you want to hear this one?
6: Yeah, of course. Ogled by... If you've ever been ogled by a famous woman, uh, boy, oh boy, I want to hear it a- It's one, quite a three, long text, three so three.
8: you can have a few guesses as to which woman it is, OK? Uh,
6: um, OK. Uh, Gillian uh, Telforth. No. Gillian Anderson. No, Gillian. I went out I'm and Ian. I... Nice to meet you. I
8: went out one night. No,
6: Gillian, clo- no! I'm trying to drive. <laughs> Stop it!
8: <laughs> Tummy ache, though, is a terrible thing. Yep. I went out one night clubbing in London. Yes. This group of girls were on the other side of the dance floor. One of them was giving me the eye. After, Woo! After five. Shola mi- Amma. No. After five minutes of exchanging yeah. smiles and her doing some sexy dancing, what oh, that was? Aye. The macarena. With my mate grinning at me, yeah. she undid her jacket. Well, Wowzers. I was like a rabbit in car headlights. There's a there, there's a clue for you. Yep. She under her jacket headlamps. Yes. I didn't respond. She Sam shrug- Fox. She shrugged her shoulders to her mates and they walked off. It was then that my mate said, "Don't you know who it was?" I said, "No, it was."
6: Linda Lusardi. Almost. Whittaker.
8: No. Bit bit. bit uh, more modern um, than that bit though.
6: Oh, um, uh, what's the girl called? Leon? No. Lilani
8: no but so good they named her twice she's got two first names Lulu two first names and a
18: surname
6: Lulu
8: Baps I've got no idea I'm not aware of her work but I think I know what it might entail I've got no idea what does it begin with her first name is Lindsay
6: DePaul Lindsay (laughs) Lohan
8: Lindsay Dawn
6: McKenzie oh you flippin' heck blimey I
8: think she might have been having you on Ev I was Joe
6: Guest um, some gentleman of a certain age will know Joe Guest advised me back to her flat I didn't go. One of the greatest regrets of my life. Yeah. Didn't go.
8: I've heard that story about six times. It's
6: a good story. It's a good story. OAP (laughs) 92 floors mugger with mobility scooter. A granny has told how she rammed a would-be mugger with her mobility scooter. Come on, guys, really. Eileen Mason, 92, and her best pal Margaret Seabrook, 75, were trundling back (laughs) from a lunch club when the thief struck. He eyed up, or ogled, Margaret's basket on the front of her scooter before grabbing Eileen by the arm... Oh, no, 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 no... and reaching for her carrier bag. Oh, you don't do that. But Eileen was determined they would not be an an easy target. She said... She said... I said... Oh, no, you don't! Really loudly. Something something in me told me to turn. So I squeezed the accelerator, turned, and he went flying. He was so evil-looking. Next thing, he was on the floor. I thought, my gosh... (laughs) <laughs> the pair sped off At about at 4 miles an hour <laughs> Yeah I was going to say As the dazed thief made a quick exit A defiant Eileen who has 13 great-grandchildren said I might be old but I'm still quick we were, is this, this is written in the old days We won't let a weasel like that hold us back Everyone on Facebook has been going crazy Less people are using Facebook because of people like Eileen. Young
8: people, yeah. Old people still think it's cool. Kids don't apparently.
6: Because because there's loads of old people going on it, so the kids are now like, oh, flipping heck.
8: Can I give a tip to would-be muggers? Yes. Don't target pensioners coming out of a lunch club because I went to the ladies' circle once with yeah. my grandma yeah. on my twenty-first birthday, and the amount of gin that was supped that afternoon.
6: Mm. Was unbelievable. And also, old people don't—they don't give a they stuff. Got nothing to lose, they, they don't care about the law. They don't care. They, they you know, they know that they've, they've, they, you know, they're in their twilight years. So they're going to go hell for leather, and they are going to ram you. They're going to whack you. They're going to kick you. They're going to tell you off. They're going to tell your mum. They are going to do every if they know where you live. They will certainly tell your mum.
8: And then they're going to speed off at four miles per hour.
6: There was a, an armed robbery in a shop the other day, right? Did you see that fellow? Balaclava went in, robbed the shop, One behind the counter, went. Steve, I know it's you. It was his mother in law. <gasps> Steve, I know it's you. Stop it. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not Steve. I don't know Steve. Steve, I know it's you. Take the balaclava. I'm not, right, I'm giving you the money only because you've got a gun, but you are in very serious trouble. <laughs> I'm oh, not,
18: Steve.
6: I don't know Steve. I knitted you those socks. <laughs> I made that balaclava. You said it's to go fishing. 08459 <laughs> oh, five, 455555. 555. Double Uh, You can send me a text, 81333, start your text, 3CR, or Ian Lee, iandotley, at bbc.co.uk. We'll speak to Dealey in a bit.
1: Let's get the tram. (laughs) Travel news for beds, cards and bugs.
12: BBC Three Counties Radio. On the M1 southbound, there are reports that a cars broken down between junction 15 for Northampton and 14th Milton Keynes, causing some queues. And also further down on the M1 southbound between junction 11 for Dunstable Road and 9 for Redbourne, there's still traffic looking very slow there after an accident. Much earlier on at junction 9 for Redbourne. On the M25 anti-clockwise, there are long delays from junction 26 for Waltham Abbey towards junction 23 for the A1M. After an accident earlier, and the A1 Southbound's very busy from the St. Near's Junction towards the Black Hat roundabout. It's also looking slow and high, Wickham, on the A40 London Road in both directions. We're looking at the train departure boards, so there are no delays showing up there at the moment. Samantha Breath, BBC Three Counties Radio.
6: Thank you, Sammy. 45. Hey, we nearly made it to the end again. It's Wednesday, the 15th of April. I'm Ian Lee. These are your headlines on BBC Three Counties Radio. Thames Valley Police says control room operators will receive extra training following the death of an Aylesbury woman who was found six hours after her initial call. The Lib Dems and UKIP launched their election manifestos this morning. And in football, there were wins last night for MK Dons, Wickham, and Stevenage, but only a draw for Luton. We'll get D-Lee after the weather.
11: Well, plenty of warmth in the day today. Lots of sunshine and light winds. Just a scattering of cloud developing later in the day across beds. Temperatures reaching the low 20s. We could reach 24 Celsius, 75 in Fahrenheit. More in the way of clouds spreading from beds to hearts as we head through the evening and overnight. But most of us remaining dry, just a very slim chance perhaps of the odd isolated shower. Lows of 6 or 7 degrees, 43 in Fahrenheit. And then for tomorrow, much more in the way of cloud feeling a bit fresher with some easterly winds, staying largely dry but cooler than today, with highs of 15 degrees, 59 in Fahrenheit. That's your forecast.
0: Thank you, Corsa. The general election on the BBC.
13: On Thursday the 16th of April I'm going to be joined by the party leaders for a live televised election debate. Leaders from Labour, the SNP, Plaid Cymru, UKIP and the Green Party. Our studio audience are going to be asking the questions and the party leaders will debate their policies and election promises. Live, on air.
12: Election 2015 on the BBC. Making it clear.
13: Join me, David Dimbleby, for the BBC election debate 2015. Tomorrow night at 8, live on BBC One and
17: BBC One HD.
6: Uh, Justin, one thing I forgot to say to you, and I'm, I'm really sorry. Can I
17: say it now? Yeah, go on. Good morning, sir. (laughs) voices from the streets (laughs) don't you just love them oh mate that's the title of your next album voices from the Mm streets
6: yeah good you. have you recovered from uh, Kiri's um, stalk um, uh, romantic uh, life becomes perfect
17: yeah yeah I have to say uh, for those that missed it earlier on go back on the iPlayer because uh, oh it's in the podcast mate yeah that was unique I've got to
6: say the podcast this week Mm.
17: it's a JD special it's pretty much the JD solo show thank you very
6: much you're absolutely welcome it's well deserved thanks boss. Um, there's an email here literally just come in, I've not read this, hang on a second uh, it's entitled Kiri Weirdo, that's unfair <laughs> come on, that's unfair. she was it? fine Ian, I was cringing with embarrassment says James, when I heard Kiri Weirdo's song about Justin is that it? I what? used to work with her <gasps> And she probably had a similar song about me.
22: Oh.
7: <laughs>
6: Could you play the theme from Magnum P.I. once in a while? Yes, we can do that. We'll dig out the theme from Magnum. Yes, of course, uh, there's a cracking bit of music.
17: James, are you a bit gel that
6: uh, it, you that's didn't you hear the going? song? Yeah, that's... Uh, yeah, unlucky, boss. That's that's what I was thinking. Yeah. The
8: fact that he's saying she probably had a yeah. song means yeah. that she never sang it to...
6: What her. does Kiri look like, James? Can you send us a drawing? Because <laughs> I'm keen to know. Tasty. What? What does she look like? Tasty. Really? Tasty Okay. Isn't Kiri
8: the one who came in with the little boys?
17: I wouldn't have thought so. I think she would have made no, reference that to that. No, that was Natasha.
8: Oh yeah. Natasha, Sorry yeah. Natasha, I was thinking you were Kiri. You're not as weird as that.
17: I mean Kiri seems to be um, somebody who drives around the streets very slowly. Um, to uh, take a quick look. To try and kidnap you. A, yeah. a curb
6: crawler, if you we'll, will. We'll, 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 go, we'll go to you live one morning and there'll just be dead air. <laughs> we will rush outside and just see a microphone and a half a smoked growler on the <laughs> floor. <laughs> and <laughs> we won't see you for 12 years because she'll keep you in her basement.
8: And a tyre mark. Yeah, <laughs> some skidders,
6: but still, yeah. apparently, she's... Um, Tasty. Here we go, you see. Some skidders. Yeah, well, you'd be very nervous, wouldn't you?
17: <laughs> Justin, what have you taken to the streets? A couple of things. Uh, Percy Sledge, uh, you asked me to get somebody to sing that famous line, When a Man Loves a Woman. Uh, Jerry in Mark Yate has done that for us. But before that, you've also been talking this morning about celebrities that you've met that have made you go a bit funny.
6: Bonnie Langford, mate, honestly. Because you'd think think you'd see her on the telly, and I always thought she was irritating. She ruined Doctor Who when she became an assistant. Mm. Annoying woman. You meet... I mean, she's actually she's absolutely charming. But that's only part of it. She is she is communicating with with all men, Justin, on, on a completely different frequency. As is um, who's
17: the Scotch woman?
6: Lorraine Kelly. Lorraine. Oh, Lorraine. Kelly.
17: oh Wow, she For is man. hot, smoking hot. But
6: it's not even being attractive. It's there's just there's, there's an just, aura. There's an aura. There is a yeah. sexual aura yeah. about them. Michael Palin. Yeah, yeah,
8: yeah, I'll buy that, yeah, yeah. Very charming, there's something about that man.
17: Justin? I've taken this one to the streets. Good. Um, Celebrities who have made you go a bit funny, and you are going to love this man who talks about a certain Spice Girl. Um, I've got the village perspective this morning. I've been in Markyate getting people's stories. Here's what happened. Oh, Mike, what a story this is. For you, you went a bit funny around Ian Jury, but you went funny around him quite often because... You worked with him. Tell us more.
14: Well, basically, I was uh, roadieing with him, and uh, every time, like, because he's such a controlling
17: artist, like to have everything just so. Yeah. He'd, he'd lose it a bit, and you'd like think, wow, what a
4: star! And because he had everything on pat, and and you know the gig was going to be so good at the end of it. Yeah. You thought, wow, got to get everything right. You know. So, so I mean?
17: you, as a person, whenever you saw him, yeah. You, you you completely changed. Yeah, exactly. I was like, just in awe of the man. You know what I mean? <laughs> I was just like, he was just something else. God, that must have been a Amazing, though, to be such a fan and um, to work with him like that. It must have been incredible for you. Yeah, well, I loved it. I loved every minute of it, but, like, it st- didn't stop me still being in awe of the man. He was just something else. He Love just, that rah, story. Just, Brilliant rah. stuff. Thank you so much for your time. Have a great day in the sunshine. Cheers. Thank you. So, you went a bit funny around, um, around the baby, Baby Spice. Mm-hmm. What was she like, come on, man to man? When you were... tasty, so, so tasty. Yeah? Yeah, toasty. You lost it. No, I can understand that. So you, you're saying out of ten, you'd score tasty. a ten out of ten in the flesh? Definitely, yeah. yeah. Tasty. I know, I've got loose, I want a bus. Yeah, no problem. Enjoy the bus, take care. Cheers. Cheer. Thanks, sir. Tasty.
6: Please. So I'm confused, Justin. Did he think she was tasty or not?
20: <laughs> yes, very tasty.
6: Baby <laughs> I
17: Spice,
6: I, I met Baby Spice. Very attractive young
17: lady, actually. Yeah. Hasn't got that aura oh. about her. She, so she's no Bonnie, is that what you're saying? Yeah, she's no Bonnie. OK, I'll tell you another one. Go on. Aguilera. <gasps>
6: she's got... She has got... Ex dina Yeah, 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 yeah. She is She is just sending out signals, sending and receiving signals all the time. <laughs> I it must wonder be it's a
8: child star thing, cos they've got to be on all the time.
6: Well, Lorraine Kelly wasn't a child star, mate, so that's your theory shot to pieces. Uh, I mean, that's one of the worst theories. But she was a
8: star in the 80s, so if she's still famous now, she must be get your, Can
6: you get your theory? Toss it up in the air for me. Go on, throw it up.
8: OK, here we go. <laughs>
22: Oh, Ooh,
17: harsh! Yeah. Well, it was a terrible theory. Very harsh. Um, also, this morning, talking yeah. about uh, Percy, Percy Sledge, who's yeah. passed away at the age of 70. From one Percy to another. <laughs> so, uh, we did our tribute package earlier on, yeah. and uh, you gave me the mission of finding somebody who had a decent voice, correct? Well, you, you no. wanted that line. That was <laughs> <laughs> no, it at all? Yeah. Go on. Okay. So we've got some audio coming up here from the radio car. This is Jerry yeah. from Mark Yates, who took on the challenge. Listen to this. When a man loves a woman Woo! Give the slightly round of applause. Come on, can we have it once more? Yes. When a man loves a woman
6: Not oh, so good the second time. Oh. Hi, thank you
17: very much. <laughs> Eve <laughs> sounded like a girl, that fella.
6: Jerry? What's a woman? <sighs> Jerry. <laughs> I can do it, I can do it. Maybe. <clears throat> what are you putting that face for?
18: She's What's laughing ra- at the joke she made.
6: What joke? Oh, a woman. I'm just
18: laughing at the fact she went up. She went.
6: Well, the first one was in tune, the second one, well, she was freestyling. Yeah. Here we go. I'm not going to do it high, I'm going to do it proper. We'll all we'll, we'll do it and I'll, I'll judge who's the best. It'll be me.
7: <laughs>
6: when a man loves a woman. <laughs> What's a woman? That was bad, but that was actually good. That was good. Kelsey, okay, let's have yours. No. Okay. Catherine? Okay. I've got to say woman. Don't just do it properly,
17: mate.
6: <laughs> when a man loves a woman,
17: <laughs> <laughs> you flipping idiot. Just go on, you have a go, mate. You show him how it's okay, done, pal. Come right. on, as I've met the man. Yeah, he, s- he sang him. it to you. Yeah, he sang it to me. So I'm going to take myself back to that moment, <gasps> okay, Percy. This one's for you. When a man loves a woman. Give me that again, because I don't—I can't quite believe what I heard. Sing that again. When a man loves a woman. No, I—I—I I, I, I did hear that, Justin. Wow, you're all right. Yeah, I'm fine. It's, it's, it's the use of a mic, you see. When you're singing, you have to. Um, use when
22: the a man loves
8: a woman. <laughs> I don't think I've ever had a woman.
6: Oh, <laughs> I'll stop myself there. <laughs> Justin, see you later. <laughs> Thank you, boss. Take care. Ta-ta. Good work. Good work.
16: I can see mine now, if you want. Go
6: on. Oh. Tasty. There we go. Oh, no, there. hang on. Well, that was great, uh, Kelly. Sorry? All right. Other things that make us happy oh yeah squeezing a spot at number 47 yeah. squeezing the spot squeezing the spot the thing that makes me really happy you want to take that up a little bit
8: squeezing someone else's spot
6: a woman oh. squeezing a spot on my back that I can't reach because the makes the popping noise Oh and then they show you what they got <laughs>
8: yeah. you know you really love someone if you will do that
6: 36 is wrong the smell of a new book no 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 the smell, smell of, an of an old, old book, book. Mm-hmm. an old book uh, popping bubble wrap I think that's overrated Rolling in bubble wrap, better. Hey, I found a great. Making love in bubble wrap. (laughs) You pervert. Recording a bubble wrap and getting it to number one in the charts. I've got a great new app on my phone. (gasps) It's not bubble wrap, you can get bubble wrap. Quiz Up. Oh, I was in bed playing Quiz Up the other day. What's that? Quiz Up. It's a quiz. You play it against other people. 60s music. I am the best. I love you on that. I am the best. Join me. I can beat you. I am the best at 60s music. Quiz up, download that. We'll have some of that later. Oh, on. by the way. Yes, boss. I've had a
8: message from Valerie the
6: American. Aye. Are you sure
8: the Daily Mail didn't keep the feet measures in American shoe size? I'm an 81 stroke 2. Oh, eight and a half in the States, but 6.5 here. That's what I said, isn't it? You're
6: right. <laughs> Sorry? I was just i was just transfixed by kelly's that's the loudest typing i've ever heard but i'm it, it was, still spelt wrong it was worth I'm it for sure this it, really it was say. worth it for this
17: when a man loves a woman <laughs> woman. <laughs> woman um this is, so you
6: imagine this and, I, and this is a horrible scenario but this is this is how i imagine um what just um <laughs> happened there i've got to sort my keys out so justin dealie is um, he's, he's, he's being held hostage. Uh, he's tied to a chair, <laughs> and he says, I'll do anything, I will do anything, please let me go. He's at he, his wits' sing. end. Sing. He's at his wits' end. There's a fella holding the door shut. You have got to sing for us. Sing for us, otherwise we will never let you go.
17: I don't want to sing. Sing for us! When a man loves a woman.
6: There we go. And that's sad, but that's how we, that's how we lost Justin. That's how we lost. I've never heard, and I say this with respect, and also because I know he's probably in between outside and going upstairs and hearing us. We're, we're probably free. I've never heard such a frail, weak, breathless, it's, elderly voice. He
11: really squeezed that song out, not he? It's like he. he's on It's
6: literally he's on his deathbed there. I mean, blimey, this, it's, it's incredible. I wonder if Kiri's going to um, phone up and say, actually, I've gone right off him now. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, it's like hearing an old person calling for help because they're have they in bed and their glasses are full off the bed. I've dropped my glasses. It's like
8: the end of the Titanic. Come back,
6: Come back. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear. Uh, let me pick three more. At number 24, things that make us feel great, that Friday feeling. Oh, that's made up. Waking up before your alarm does not make you feel happy. It makes you feel sad. And tired. Um, pick a number between 1 and 50 and I'll give you what makes... the, the... 23. Oh, no, I'll have this, yeah. This is a nice one to end on. A soothing massage.
1: Travel news for beds, cards and bugs.
12: BBC Three Counties Radio. There are still long delays on the M25 anti-clockwise from Junction 26, Waltham Abbey to 24 for Potter's Bar after an accident. And the M1 southbound is busy at Junction 10 for Luton Airport. Um, also all southbound on the M1 is busy from Junction 15 for Northampton and 14 for Milton Keynes. That's because of a car that's broken down. Reports that it's very slow past the Newport Pagnell services. And the A1 southbound is looking very slow from the same. Near its junction towards the Black Cat roundabout southbound because of uh, the well, just extra traffic there. And in High Wycombe on the A40 London Road, there are queues in both directions. Samantha Brough, BBC Three Counties Radio.
6: Samantha, excellent stuff. Thank you as always. That's it, that's a lot. Don't forget, guys, the podcast. I think we've explained well enough over the past few days what the podcast is. Basically, it's a short version of the show, the best bits from the week, with extra bits in there. Go onto the internet and type in Ian Lee BBC podcast. It will pop up. Don't forget, a very sad day today. Of course, today was the day we lost Justin Dealey. When
17: a man loves a woman... <laughs> And vocal
0: across beds, hearts, and bucks.
13: This is BBC Three Counties Radio. Thank you, Ian. Good morning. Welcome to the JBS show. I'm Jonathan Vernon Smith. It's Wednesday, it's nine o'clock, and coming up on today's big phone in. Do you have any sympathy with Thames Valley police for not attending Susan's 999 call? Police watchdogs have criticised Thames Valley Police for the time it took to respond to a call from a woman who was eventually found dead. Susan James dialled the operator, they alerted the police and six hours later, officers went to her home in Aylesbury where it appears she'd taken her own life. The call handler categorised the 32nd, almost silent call as urgent but not immediate as there was no history of emergency calls from the house we now know, officers were dispatched before six hours, but their vehicle was diverted to an emergency elsewhere on what was a very busy night. Well, after nine, I'll describe what happened that night, and I want to hear from you. Do you have any sympathy with Thames Valley Police for not attending Susan's 999 call? Here's my telephone number. It's 08459 four double five five double five. This is the JVS Show. On BBC Three Counties Radio. I'll take your call in just a second, but first let's get the latest BBC News. It's one minute past nine. Here's Simon Oxley.
2: The headlines, police make training pledge after death of Aylesbury woman, lorry driver killed in M1 crash, and wins for MK Dons, Wickham and Stevenage. BBC
0: Three Counties Radio.
2: Thames Valley Police say control room operators will receive extra training after the force was criticised for failing to respond to a woman's emergency call on time. So and James was found dead when police arrived at her Aylesbury home six hours after her initial call. The Independent Police Complaints Commission concluded that staffing and training of operators was inadequate. Former Thames Valley Chief Constable Peter Nehru says planned cuts mean more lives could be put at risk.
23: Once you start uh, getting down to the kind of levels of resources here, you will not be able to resource some calls. And you know, if that call happens to be someone who's and as in this case uh a significant risk or indeed it could have been a domestic violence incident then you are definitely going